2: to do today. Stuff.
0: What's happening? Stuff. Well, uh, me and Sharon played a game in the backyard. You did. And we had a picnic down by the river. That sounds good. What else? Oh, Mom, you should have seen this man came along on this beautiful gray horse. Really? What Isn't kind of pretty? Beautiful. The mare, gelding? What? I think it was a gelding. It mm-hmm. It was gray. Oh, so beautiful! And the guy let me ride it all around and You're everything. Kidding. Oh, that's I'm
3: I happen so out. nice. <laughs> this is film sack. sure hello and welcome to film sack this is film sack the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind this is sunday october 29th and this is film sack i already say that i did welcome Mm -hmm. to the show my name is scott johnson oh this is episode 625 that's important my name is scott johnson joined today by brian he prefers to be called captain howdy dunaway
1: oh howdy i mean oh hi Hi. this week on the film sack we call in an exorcist when hbo max max gets possessed by a demon and starts spitting up the thickest pea soup you can imagine and asking us to do filthy things to it with our religious items no that is not how we use that no gross The power of 1973 gas crisis compels you the power of the 1973 gas crisis compels you an exorcist how about a dermatologist your skin (laughs) has gone from missed a few nights sleep to oh my god stop picking at those scabs of satan or your skin is going to straight to hell Hmm. oh hi did i mention gross anywho (laughs) i knew it i knew it i knew it i knew it of course this is how we all die this is it some old white guy in the desert poking around in the dirt with a stick until he uncovers some shit that was buried long ago for reasons Which then starts a holy war with a demon and now some little rich girl in Georgetown has the heebies and the jeebies and is for sure not getting her deposit back. But, you know, that's how it is. Now take your shaky pills with a shot of brown liquor and get on with it already. Also, someone should really fix those steps in the alley before someone gets hurt. Too late. Randy, you're going to die up there. Now I peel in your rug. Mommy?
3: Mommy? Oh my gosh. Where am I? Uh, Perfect. Well done. Where am I, Mommy? (laughs) <laughs> also with us randy at age 44 look as old as max von Sydow. you will not <laughs> jordan aloha
4: scott brian brian uh, thank you for coming to the priest meeting as you know we meet in huge ornate places and we talk about mundane things batter up on this week's agenda see a movie director died a couple blocks over and oh look father john was nominated for mvp of the dc area jesuit softball league for the 61st Mm. straight year that's a that's great father john congrats. Mm. anyway the movie director who died was probably killed by a demon possessed girl any takers Mm. should be a pretty straightforward pitchers duel but we can bring in some guy from Iraq slash Africa slash Woodstock to pinch hit for you. Why the softball references? I don't know. What do I What I do know is that this exorcism is going to be an easy double play if you follow these three outs. I mean rules. Number one, don't tell scientists what you know. They, they might be able to run some experiments and figure out some better methods for exercising demons. And we don't want that, I, I guess. Number two, bring lots of extra clothes. Pack a full suitcase and take it with you. Just because we haven't done one of these in 300 years doesn't mean we want to wash the projectile vomit off our collars in the sink and then put on a wet collar. Gross. Mm, Number three. (laughs) Drink and smoke, guys. Seriously. Turns out those aren't vices or no wait, they're vices but they aren't sins and it doesn't matter anyway because we're all going to be killed by the devil <laughs> muzzle toff.
3: right <laughs> <Not> a, <laughs> yeah these priests were chill man it's like let's do some drugs uh also with us and finally
2: brian the scariest part of this movie is the wallpaper in that girl's room Ibit. <laughs> Oh, it sure is. All right, let me let me go ahead and get the band uh, ready here. All right, standard uh, eight beat uh, blues thing here. Uh, watch me on the turns and uh, see if you can keep up. Okay, here we go.
0: another one sting makes me angry enough to split a door take a little girl make her pee on the floor (laughs) I was perfectly happy in my home in Iraq dug up my idol and it brought me back just when I thought I would be ignored dug through the attic Pulled out a Ouija board You don't need crosses Don't need grace Don't need no holy water Thrown in my face Just need six words And a couple of priests And it might just make me leave They say possessive kids ain't fair Yeah, but I don't care It's what I'm meant to do it sure as a puzzle zoo, zoo. <laughs> And after a little piece of I will spew. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Mm-hmm. Can you feel it? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Oh, All man. Right, well. Yeah, just you, yeah. you guys aren't ready for that yet, but your kids yeah, are, are going love love to love it.
1: Oh, I loved how you bookended your whole
3: thing with <laughs>
1: yeah. de- that was great. decoration from Back to the
3: Future. That
2: was love amazing.
1: It,
3: that was great. Now I can associate that song with something other than Back to the Future. So that's good. <laughs> good. Uh, good. As you may have uh, noticed, we're talking about things that seem strangely connected to the film The Exorcist from 1973. And you would be right. Let's listen to years. fake Scott Fletcher explain.
0: The Exorcist! When a young girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two Catholic priests to save her life. Pea soup to the face. Eye holes.
3: No idea what happened at the end there.
1: I don't know, know but it. I love it and I'm starting
2: to forget how Fletcher sounds yeah, we so, yeah. need
3: some Fletch we need some real do raw we, Fletcher. Uh,
2: Fletcher do we need to bring in a couple priests to uh, to resurrect right. uh, Fletcher Is that how that was? <laughs> exercise this demon yeah. this AI demon from Fletcher maybe
3: these secret holy words
2: right here <laughs> that'll work that'll get him here <laughs> Uh yeah so he's guess- walking on something hot or legos on the floor <laughs> or something
3: <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh yeah, we're looking at the the 50 year Anniversary this yeah, movie. Yeah. 50, Fifty year like anniversary this year.
2: The, the Christmas nineteen seventy-three film, The Exorcist. Oh my gosh. So it yeah. came out
3: it came out during Christmas time, like the holiday? Yeah, yep,
2: day yep. after. Uh December
1: uh, twenty-sixth, oh nineteen seventy three. It's okay, like well, we've done enough uh the holy religious Christ stuff. Let's do this now. All yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, let's do it. Um yeah, it's been a long time coming for this show though. We've been I feel like sitting on yeah. The Exorcist for years, and part of it, I think, no, I was, feel like I'm sitting on The Exorcist every day. It's burning. Yeah, <laughs> it burns. It burns. Here's the thing, and, I, and and I'm glad you said that because this is a movie for a lot of people, not just a couple of us or all of us, even maybe I don't know, but for a lot of people, it was like, a, oh, I don't want to see that again, or I don't want to see that yeah. at all, or you know, whatever, whatever feelings it evoked for people growing up. Uh, for me, anyway, I can only speak for me. It terrified the shit out of me. Did not have any interest was, in seeing this. I was this and- shocked
1: when I learned this past week that The Exorcist was rated R because it was trying to avoid an X because they were trying to get this thing to be able to make some money. Um, and there was nothing really at the time that stopped kids from going to see this. There was really no R rating necessarily that would keep kids from being able to go. So it must have been a much more common experience than I thought. I saw it at drive-in when i was about five or six my mom thought i was asleep in the back Ooh. seat so oh. she, didn't, she didn't bring me to Damn. intentionally scar me for life but i did wake up just in time for the last 20 minutes which
2: is oh. where the really the really yeah. good stuff happens you know? yeah. this, this, so, this movie really is the last 20 minutes yeah i mean it's, right, a, it's right. an archaeological <laughs> uh movie and then it's a, a a priest with a crisis of faith movie and then oh yeah. by the way we're it, gonna have an exorcism
3: yeah it's, yeah. a very, yeah. it's a very it's a very slow burn for sure, a slow burn from the beginning until just yeah. about the last 20 minutes. Well, those 20 minutes are really uh, damaging if you're young. When I was yeah. I think yeah. I think yeah. I saw it when I was 12 and it was on a VHS tape or something at a friend's house and I remember just thinking, "Well, I'm never going to sleep again. This is the end of my life. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever done to myself. I can't believe I watched this." And it has been that long since I watched it again because I never could poke in there again. Yeah. So I've been looking forward to this for like catharsis reasons. And we'll get to whether that worked for anyone or not today. uh, Eventually Mm -hmm. here in our discussion.
4: I I want you to know this uh, film has by far the most trivia we've ever seen on Film Sack. Like by so far. It's like, 10 times more trivia than we've ever seen. Oh, I never
2: to. And usually I'm really good about looking at that after the movie. And for whatever reason, I, I never read the trivia on this Good
4: news. You can just go to the trivia page and click around and you will guaranteed come up with something that the other three of us won't find. Yeah. Like there's that a lot.
3: <laughs> it's really <laughs> huge. Yeah. There's tons of it. I mean, I only pulled out like five of these, but there's, there was so much I kind of got overwhelmed. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the ones that jumped out at me feels like it needs a little bit of this
0: scrutiny.
3: Says on the first day of rehearsing the exorcism sequence, Linda Blair's delivery of her foul mouth dialogue so disturbed the gentlemanly Max von Sydow that he actually forgot his lines. Come on, I, I actually be- I, that feels believable. That feels believable.
1: That mm. was because I yeah, am but traumatized.
2: But mm, uh, Linda, Blair. Linda Blair didn't say it though, right? That was the p- woman who did That's the voiceover for the demon.
3: Yeah, yeah, earlier when she, she does cuss and she's still in kid form, it's he's not there. In fact, yeah, but that's rehearsal, our, right? Th- he was, was almost chick the bucket that? in this movie because I, my memory as a kid was Max von Sydow was in the damn whole thing. He's barely so, in so this
1: twenty. The last yeah. twenty minutes or so, when he shows up on scene, when he shows up at the house, that mm-hmm. is the cover art you get for this movie. Yeah, right? that's when the 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 shit really hits well, the fan, well, and, and that's he, all I remember. Yeah,
4: and and he makes the title of the movie weird because really it could have just been a movie about our younger our jason miller exorcist Mm -hmm. and he is the entire thing he is the exorcist (coughs) right turns out he you know he's he hasn't ever done one (laughs) he's he's a bit uh well yeah and so the movie is Mm -hmm. the movie's title means it's about the max von seidel character which is kind of I don't know. It's so, kind of, It's a little bit so of a like, for me.
2: Do you feel like it should have been called the Exorcists <laughs> with an S, or the th- Exorcism, <laughs> or the Exorcism? Uh, with the, with uh, the benefit the of hindsight of, of 50 years
4: later, like we can come up with all kinds of better <laughs> sure, names because sure. because it's a you know it's about a possession, right? It could have been called yeah, possession. Right. Or yeah. Pos- well, I, I didn't.
1: Re- I didn't read the book, which this is based on, and so I'm. I have a feeling that we get much further into Father Marin's story. I don't know this. I just yeah, I have be a curious. feeling yeah. Yeah. that's probably worth it. Yeah. It
3: feels like it would have more but watching, with, that, with him and more of his backstory yeah. because this gave you I'm none. It was Jason. just like a, sand, it was a von Sydow sandwich. Here he is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's doing mm-hmm. something weird in Iraq. We don't really know until we see a demon with a penis and then we're like, oh, scary. <laughs> and then later, they got the you know, he shows up so late. I really was yeah. shocked by that because in my memory, my kid yeah. memory, He's there from moment one, and the entire movie is in that bedroom, and it's only, you know, it's pea soup and forward, it, really. It goes yeah. to show you that 20 minutes is really all
1: a five year old can really consume as a movie. It's like, okay, that's all I really mm-hmm. need. Yeah. So, of course, well,
2: obviously the most damaging has, part would stick with you. Yeah. And it just has such a, you know, th- those last or last half hour or last 45 minutes is just so powerful. I mean, before the exorcism, when when uh, her mom is basically, well, let's try a psychiatrist. Okay, let's try a spinal tap. Let's try this. Let's try that. Um, by the way, I've never seen a spinal tap before. That's... Uh, I mean and I know obviously oh, yeah, yeah. It was, I, that, it's it's not we're not watching a real spinal tap, but I'm sure yeah. that's what they looked like back then. And holy crap. Yeah. Ew. That was gnarly. All I of didn't us, like all that. Of
1: us, all of bad. it's bad. is everything, all the medical stuff is terrible because they even got those open uh, what the what we have close the RT machines, oh, or the MRI, now, the, yeah,
2: the MRI, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: that was the
4: scariest
2: and, uh,
3: part of the stuff, this movie.
2: <laughs> Absolutely,
4: geez. I want to, I just want to, everybody needs to agree that the scariest thing in the whole movie has nothing to do with the possession,
2: yeah, it's the medical, nothing, yeah, yeah. I kind of agree, sure. I kind of agree,
3: and I can say, I can say that pretty successfully, I came through this movie with a reverse order scare. Like I I still really respect the, I think it's okay. So first of all, I think this movie holds the hell up. It's like really good at what it does for when it came out. It, it still feels like, Oh, that's a relevant thing you could see now and be freaked out by timeless. Yeah. It feels pretty timeless. It's well done. The director did a killer job. We'll talk about him in a minute, but, uh, but it was cathartic in the sense that I saw the stuff that freaked me out as a kid and went, Oh, well this is, I'm just kind of having fun now. This is just a good time in horror movie town. And it's not that scary. Um, but it's fun to see. Oh, they still got like hot air um, coming out of her during the cold room when her head's turning around. That's a nice touch. And
2: right, you know, yes, I'm
3: starting yeah, to notice those things. Stuff. But then, what I'm scared little, me was that damn MRI out in the open bullshit. That scared yeah, me so bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hated it, especially the one that swings around like it's um, you know, yeah, a taffy yeah. pulling machine. Like yeah. It's- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks so barbaric in there. That was awful. That whole totally
3: thing, and then, so th- and then and then there's a, there's also this thing you've had you've had life experience with your own kids now, and there's
2: this feeling of I
3: don't want to watch my kid have to have that done. You know? God, yeah. yeah.
2: No kidding. Ugh. Yeah, because you're watching yeah, her had- underneath that thing, and she is screaming and scared shitless. Yeah. And uh, you know that that is it's such a I guess parenthood thing. Yeah. And maybe that's yeah. what this horror had something for everybody. Right? Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. something for the yeah.
3: parents, a little something for the kids, a little yeah. something for the exactly. uh, religious. It the whole family.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a little bummed that the um, the Max uh, version did not include was not the deluxe edition with the additional scenes because yeah. you know the spider walk and then there's a I think it's yeah. when Ellen Burstyn is in the kitchen alone and the phone rings, the lights go out, comes back, the lights come back on, but you get a. Um, a shot of Pazuzu kind of, if I remember correctly, kind of hovering his face. You see his face kind of hovering over the stove in like a, a wisp of smoke kind of thing, oh. which was
3: really freaky. Ah, I've never seen yeah. that. I have and seen somebody has somewhere sh- showed me the scene with her spider walking down the stairs. Yeah, But I forgot while I was watching it that I didn't get it. And Now that you said it, I uh, yeah, I thought it was part it, that, of the original movie. I, I don't know why my brain won't separate them. And it's them. such a
2: freaky scene that... Um, that it should, it belongs in the film. Like it, oh, that one, that bit holds up, I think.
1: Yeah, other I'm movies do it. I'm watching it now and she's got this tongue thing going on too right after that. No, thank you. I'm yeah,
2: ready to that this. tongue thing, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Ugh, nasty. So <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> All I
2: can think of is poor Linda Blair having have this prosthetic tongue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the other thing that
3: happened back then, this was a movie that where I feel like, you know, seven, 70s, 80s, into the 90s, satanic panics at its stupidest. And people, there was two, one of two reactions to this. People are either mad at this movie for glorifying this stuff uh, because they were true believers. And then the other half of people were like, oh, no, this movie's more of a documentary than a thing. And they would make up stories about what happened on set. And it was a real possession. That girl, she, the reason she got an actor nomination isn't because she was good. It's because she was actually a demon for a while. Like, I remember this conversation going on and I hate that shit so much where the whole world goes down some rabbit hole and gets stupid right. about a movie. So it was good for me to see this one and go, Oh yeah, it's a movie. And it's also the seventies where the sound mix is shit. And, uh, they don't really know how to uh, have someone scream and talk, uh, without turning the thing way too low while they're talking yeah. and too high while they're screaming. And you know, I'm seeing all the seams. This was good for yeah. me. It was good for me to oh, see yeah. this movie again. Yeah.
4: I, I want to, I just want to counterpoint this, a little bit of that. This is a really good film. like, Oh, that's the, okay. the, the, all the filmmakers especially the director are way above the competency level that they need to be at they are pouring it all out like every shot fully felt agree. like it was fully just agree just
3: this isn't me saying the ma- movie's bad this is me saying hey young scott this is you didn't need to freak out it's just a movie you know, because like it, it was is difficult, but the the execution was amazing. It's just so the, set up to yeah, be yeah, it's sure. set up to be a movie that is meant to make everybody freak out like Blair Witch and ask if it's real. Was Blair Witch real? Was that really uh, documentary mm-hmm. footage? Mm-hmm. They found it somewhere. They want people to do that. It drives audiences and it gets people talking and they go see your movie. I totally get it. But as a kid, I bought into that to the point that this movie was like otherworldly in my head. Mm-hmm. And now I see it and just go no, it's just a good horror movie. They did a great job with it, but it's a movie and I'm fine. And that's, yeah, that's good. It's yeah, it a nice like, freeing feeling for me.
4: It looks like one of the reasons that there's so much trivia and like, there's so much trivia on IMDb that there's other trivia in Wikipedia. that's not the same trivia. Like there's so much. And it like, one of the reasons for that is that William Friedkin loves to talk about this movie and the making of this movie. Like mm-hmm. he did, Apparently, a ton of press in 2013, like the 40th anniversary, mm. and said, and just he just delivered hours and hours of information. And I want to, I want to put some scrutiny on some of that because it's like, it just feels like very, very self congratulatory and embellishing. Mm. You know, mm. mm-hmm.
3: might be. Right. Yeah, he just
4: died
1: By this way, year, he, didn't but that's he? That's fine. He, but yeah, died. I in mean, uh, it,
2: August. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, I mean, let's look at it. I mean, it 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 really was a, a cultural phenomenon. I mean, it really it it changed. A lot of things so yeah it did it's and it's a lot of people
2: bit. it's you know as we alluded to in the beginning it's what a lot of people kind of put as the scariest movie they've ever seen um mm-hmm. just because of the time they saw it there's way scarier things these days i mean uh i keep bringing up barbarian but that thing that thing freaks me out oh yeah there's
3: some kid <laughs> there's some kid who's 10 now who got who saw barbarian because his mom thought he was asleep in the back seat when he wasn't <laughs> yeah that is going to yeah. have this same thing to say or you know hereditary or a handful of other movies and i think that that's an important thing to say about this movie. It is the thing of its time and it took the zeitgeist uh, is still, if you adjust for inflation, the, let's see, right. this is, oh, this is, this is fascinating. Second highest grossing Warner brothers film of all time. If you adjust for inflation, oh, wow. uh, first is Barbie. So that just got dethroned this year. Wow.
2: Oh, wow. But only <laughs> if you adjust for inflation, um, dethroning yeah. the exorcist. I yeah. love it. What yeah. a great headline. Yeah, it's pretty good.
3: <laughs> But that is, I mean, that's nuts, right? Like how big of an impact? And then and it, what a disappointment too must have been because that thing is just universally panned as being shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I started, I started that, going uh, through it. Is that the one that, that Max recommends to you right after? And it's got Linda Blair, again, kind of as the yeah, prominent yeah, figure. Yes, on the post Yeah, yes,
3: she's yes, all tied up in yes. wires and stuff or something on the cover of that, I think. Okay. Like she's being tested or something. I never saw yeah. two, so I don't. I have zero connection time. I started
1: but. watching too, just because I wanted to see where the characters were going. we going to go just mm-hmm. to see. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like stop and watch anything that would influence my take. I just was curious what happened afterwards.
3: Yeah, the heretic it's called, and that had. Listen to the the cast went crazy. Richard Burton shows up. Uh, Louise Fletcher's back, or no, she wasn't in it at all. Louise Fletcher's in it. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, Von Sydow shows up again. You also get let's see, Ned Beatty, James Earl Jones. Like two, two is yes. like, hey, we found a we I think we got a franchise here. Let's get going. But then it turned out to be just bad.
5: It's a bad movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. They, they didn't need to go any further than this. This was an amazing one off kind of thing, right? You can't you can't top the experience. what do you what do you have like The Exorcist again? I mean, it's an event. It's an event movie. Yeah. And to do it again is just
2: yeah, but the- pointless. The current one? What's what's the current one? The one that's in theaters now? But that's kind of a
1: that's kind of a little bit of a reboot too, there, right? It's It's, it's, a sequel. It's It's still in the same. It's the sequel, but it's still kind of a reboot. They're trying to
3: restart a franchise, but yes, Burton shows up in
1: Formula One just years later.
3: It's called. uh, It's it's reviewing very poorly. Um, Oh, is it? Okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) Next is Firestarter.
3: I don't know what's called. What uh, is this called? Exorcist. It's just believer. It. It's
1: it's when you it's say it. like that, I don't like it. It's a. It's, uh, it's
3: it. believer. It's currently at twenty-two percent. Ah, it's go. not great. Oof. Um, but yeah. it's got people it's I really business. like. So Ellen Burstyn's back, and you got Leslie Odom Jr. You got Ann Dowd. Love her. Mm. I mean, this and has. Did you,
2: get the, did you say Linda Blair? She's she's back. Oh, in is she back? That. I didn't see her in here. Yeah, and she. It's a. It's a. I mean, I. I hate to say it if I just spoiled it for somebody, but she wasn't in the trailer. Ellen Burstyn is and it's like oh wow they got the mom for this wow but um, uh, when I was looking up Linda Blair it says oh and she reprises reprises her role in uh, The Exorcist Believer I'm like oh well okay I guess that's something wow.
1: interesting And interestingly oh man this is really weird because okay so if you go to the first Exorcist you can see like you know everybody's got a picture on this most recent
3: one there's like two people <laughs> and then everybody else is people you don't know yeah yeah, yeah, I can see there's yeah, you're not wrong about that. Uh my favorite review for this new one, by the way, is this guy named Kevin Ranson over at moviecrypt.com. His quote is the greatest trick the devil ever played was convincing the world to keep making bad exorcist sequels. <laughs> 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 nice. Um I'll probably end up seeing it though. Like I feel a little bit freed yeah. up here. Like the movie I needed this. Like we this where else was I gonna uh, care to watch this again? Film Sack. Of course. Where else? Mm-hmm. And so when we finally get to it, I was kind of bracing myself last night. I was like, all right, am I going to be, am I going to lose it here? Uh Just because you're, you know, I have these connections. All of, we've talked about this, but it's just your kid brain is different than your adult brain. And having seen it now, I feel like I can move on with my life. You know, it's (laughs) like I finally, I finally dealt with the exorcist. It's good. It's fine. It's a very good movie. And it's also not real, small Johnson, little Johnson. It's not real, you know? It's great. I really enjoyed yeah, it. So, did uh, Jack
1: McGow- Gowran, uh, who played the the director in the movie did did he die on set or something? Because he's like this is like the last movie he ever. Did
3: he did? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he died right <laughs> he after.
1: What happened? <laughs> Burke Burke Jennings. Yeah. yeah, he fell in the steps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so did
3: guy. so did another guy that died just a month or two later. The drunk guy at the party. Um, oh well, yeah, I, they said he it, was going to die. It so
4: must have know. been during the filming though, because drunk, we right. we never see right. Jack McGowan's character. After a certain point, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like, and then they just tell yeah. you that he died off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he yeah.
2: died uh, January 30th, 1973. So, geez, yeah, like, like 11 like months before, before the movie was released. Yeah. yeah. Death shortly
1: after completing work on the Exorcist while in New York City, appearing uh, as a father uh, was, in uh, The Plow in the Stars, died at 54 from okay. influenza. So,
2: after completing work Inza. on The Exorcist, yeah, He's a he born, was he born
4: and raised Irishman doing a sort of generic English accent here. And I kind of wish they hadn't done that. I wish they'd just uh-huh. let him be Irish.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: He was drunk this as guy an Irishman. Is, this, guy,
4: yeah. this guy died at 54, which is the same age as
1: Matthew
3: Perry just passed away. Yeah. But he looked like well, he was about 18 years old. Yeah. No, nobody yeah. in this movie. It's, okay. <laughs> Max von Sydow, while yes, they used some makeup on him is only right. 44 years old in this movie. It's unbelievably impossible wow. when you look at him on screen. You Get just can't here. believe it.
4: I feel like Jason Miller's the better example. This is his very first film. This is before they did and introducing credits. He would have been, you know, introducing Jason Miller as Father Karras. Uh His very first film, guys, wow. he was... Thirty-two while filming he this movie, he did not he look looked thirty-two. Fifty, yeah,
2: the yeah. Entire but, movie, yeah. But they usually, I mean, the Max von side out thing. A lot of that, I'm sure, was the makeup to make him look like the older priest. Like, really, let's really emphasize that he's the older priest because we saw him in in Flash Gordon, of course, being the merciless, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and take away the the uh, the mustache and all that stuff, and he looks a lot younger than he does here.
3: Oh, for sure. So, I think the I think the makeup is actually later. kind of brilliant. It's really good and well done. Yeah. So you. You don't really think about it because what you feel like you're looking at is Max von Sydow in Game of Thrones or something yeah. more recent,
2: <laughs> right, right? The right. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. The,
3: it's very weird, but Morrison he's Williams. he's yeah. he is a very compelling presence in movies, he is. and we've yeah. now seen him in eleven movies on film which
4: Eleven, I, wow, oh my gosh. that's yeah. a
3: lot more than I thought.
4: Well, give me yeah, an example was, including
2: huh? uh including brandon Dunaway's favorite movie yeah. of all time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He,
4: yeah. he was he's great in that we we sacked the force awakens he was in that we yeah. sacked uh strange brew he was in that
2: <laughs> i like, forgot
4: about that <laughs> we, oh
2: poor no, poor did Ben's did side out. Yeah. yeah
3: strange brew he's the one that
4: shuts the big
2: the
3: the big tank that they're making the giant beer in right I think oh, I yeah, made a gif right, out of yeah. it to to block people on social media. So when it, when the flap was slammed shut, I would put the words <laughs> muted underneath. it. <laughs> let me, he, the, let uh, me tell you, why call his, his legacy.
2: Go. Let me one real quick thing about uh, Max. Go, 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 go. His legacy will go on forever because in 1968, uh, somebody named Kurt Bergfors in uh, Bergfors right. in Sweden named his uh, large chain of international restaurants Max Hamburgers. Wow. Uh, after Max von <laughs> <laughs> They didn't do Max von hamburgers. That's too much. No, wrong. no, they <laughs> just called shame. it Max
1: hamburgers. We, so you got to put the von in there, it's not the same.
3: Yeah. Uh but he's just I don't know, something about that dude and his career. He he felt like he started at at age 90 and then did everything at age 90 yeah. and then made everything he was in better. And I remember when he died, I went, well that's that's not right. He's supposed to be live he's supposed to live forever and just look old. Like that's his job. I,
2: yeah. yeah.
4: I actually thought his painted white hair in this movie was very effective. it I mean, if you look closely you' you could be, oh, wow, they just painted his hair white like there you can it's like, it looks like cotton candy, but like right. it actually like made him feel ancient for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, was, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's almost I,
3: magical, but I can't th- see him in any other way. like I don't see him yeah. young in anything there here's a screenshot. Look at his hand, look at his yeah. jowls and his stuff. Like, yes, amazing his makeup work. His, <laughs> his jowls and <in> his
1: stuff. His jowls stuff. Oh, my God, look at those jowls.
3: I mean, it's really something to make a guy look that old who's not really that old. Yeah, and there's some, Damn. there's some like,
4: uh, compound uh, that you, like, brush on skin to m- make it look, uh, like, r- wrinkly.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Like right. thinner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like they've yeah.
4: got it all over they they put it all over his jaw and the back of his hand and, and this kind of thing to make him look like he's really old. Jeez. They I think it we need to talk again. We've talked about this so many times, but we need to talk again about how in old movies young people look older. There's just a thing. Yeah. It's yeah.
3: just how it works. No, you're right. Add uh let's say you're watching something with a young guy in it. It's like he's twenty five. Add ten years and that's how that guy'll look and you can kind of work it all the way up. And I don't know why this freaking is. It's weird to me. Is it cuz they were all smoking 30 packs a day? I don't know. That's part of it for sure. That's yeah. got to be part of it. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, these priests were smoking. What the hell, man? Yeah, the priests
1: you, were smoking. Yeah. So <laughs> So <laughs> I would
4: I would down all kinds of rabbit holes around the, you know, uh Jesuit priests having their vices because I, you know, like you, Scott, or everybody, I assume, in in this group, I grew up in a very Protestant world. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, just this thing where one of the major divisions between Protestants and Catholics was the Protestants wanted to see us all be, you know, like, constantly sinners trying to deal with our sins and vices were sins. Whereas, you know, Catholics, they had already had their their sins very well defined, right? You have the Mm -hmm. the cardinal sins, right? And the other stuff is like, not it's not a big deal. Uh, obviously, you know, God doesn't care if you drink wine. God gave you wine. Uh, whereas the right. Protestants are like. And he gave rock and roll to you. He doesn't care if you listen to <laughs> that. The, the <laughs> Protestants are like, anything that feels good takes you away from God, right? Mm. So yeah. we right. all kind of grew up in that in that mindset. And it, so it's shocking when you look into the Catholic mindset. And they're in a freaking bar like there could have been a stripper over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And and these priests do not care about it. that's kind of shocking. I, and I lo- mm. I actually loved the character writing
1: in this story. I haven't read the book. I'm kind of interested in reading the book now because I don't want to give too much credit mm-hmm. to the movie unless it deserves it, but you got a just enough character story from each of the characters to understand their current motivations and nothing more. No, no sexual tension between anybody or anything like that. We took all that off the table. We focused entirely on this, uh, you know, this, this demonic possession. And we we just focused totally on that. And it was amazing. I, I, I loved all those other relationships.
2: Yeah. And I'd also be curious to see if the, what the breakdown of the book is like, does it start with so much of the archeological uh, and and uh, right. and, and travels. Does it, you know, what what's the percentage of time before um we get the the stuff, the weird stuff that starts to happen? by the way, does does Pazuzu somehow vandalize mm-hmm. that statue in the church?
3: Oh, yes. that's see, I got great. I, I got big questions about the statue in the church because who the hell did it, right? Yeah, there's a lot of
1: questions left th- over who left the cross underneath Linda Blair's uh, pillow. Who's really orchestrating this stuff? And I found that fascinating as well. Yeah,
3: but they never answer it. The only mind. thing you get close That's to it the is they, they kind of make you feel like the priest at the end that does last rites on side out and finds everybody and then stares right. down the steps and then it fades to black. That he maybe was up to some shit.
4: You're talking about William O'Malley, are you?
3: Yeah, the that Father guy. Dyer. <laughs> yeah, or not,
4: not necessarily that he was up to anything, but maybe he was the target all along, and the the demon is finally getting its hooks into him a as bit. as yeah. intended. Well, yeah, definitely. It's definitely
1: a revenge story for the for Marion messing around uh, in Africa doing the exorcism, and then also digging up uh, the demon bones in Iraq. So I mean, yeah, it's it's, but it's interesting because you don't know and I like those questions they left enough questions for me that I felt like okay maybe I do want to see a sequel
3: if yeah they explore, I, they and I don't even think this is I don't think the movie was posturing for sequels but I do think you're right no. about how it can com- it's compelling at the end to say well I kind of want to keep going here like what else, what else is going to yeah. go on
2: yeah but a sequel you've got to be really careful with too I mean you you almost you, you almost have to uh, have the transference of Pazuzu you can't really have have uh, Linda Blair, oh no, I've been possessed to get repossessed. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. it would need to be you know, it need to be somebody else. And because our two major exorcists have died, do you have the transference be to the other priest that um Yeah, I get think the alley
1: has to be the yeah, because he's he ends up he's the one who ends up with the pendant, right? That's with the that's pendant the exactly. The and line. he
2: goes and he gets closest to Karis's body at the end. So oh, right. if there is some sort of transference gotten- you could Kind of say it happened then. Yeah.
3: Speaking of transference, I want to give big props to the movie for a thing I don't remember in the first viewing, and this time truly impressed me. And it's when Father uh Karis? No, wait. What's his name? The young one. Younger one. The young one is Karis. Karis. Okay. Father Karis is getting the transferred spirit from her to him. Right. And Mm -hmm. he the way he rears back and he kind of morphs. To have yeah. the face, uh, uh, you know, all the problems with your face yeah. when it happens when you do so, the thing. Yeah, yeah there's that a Bilbo
4: Baggins in Elrond's, and, uh, and Rivendell yes. thing. Yes. Briefly yes. gets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was he really good. good. He, like, really intense. It was really yeah.
2: really well done, because it, it, the camera doesn't leave his face, and it, and it, it turns gray and ashen and then back to his his normal color right before he goes out the window and, and it does it really from an angle that.
3: and at a speed that really has weird momentum it's like this like upward moment or upward yeah. movement of the camera that comes up toward him and then he's got yeah. the wherewithal to realize well shit it's in me now i'm jumping man that right. was something that was great did you yeah. did you Jason notice the- Miller's performance was amazing in this that's the yeah go
4: ahead we notice? did what? you notice the sped up scenes in the early film uh Scott? no no yeah there's there's several shots where uh max von Sydow is just he's just going places he's like and he's in mosul he, he's just like walking around mosul he walking around out in the desert mm-hmm. and they they had to speed up the shots because you know he's walking very slowly and they didn't want you to lose interest mm. <laughs> and, and so you could like kind of you can kind of see it's it's sped up and it's like uh, oh man bummer it's, yeah it's a it's a fun it's a funny effect though like the, you know i didn't notice it, it. I'm just, I, I'm I guess i'm glad i didn't, I didn't notice it because
2: that would take me uh, immediately when i see stuff like that i think i hear the <laughs> you know uh, the, the yeah. baby hill song in my head so i'm glad i'm totally glad i missed it so william I'm freak sure. and
3: the director what do well we, i know we've seen other shit with him we in have, it for the show have we not no or we, we haven't uh, we didn't see The French Connection, did we? I thought we did. No,
1: okay. no. I'm so shocked we haven't watched To Live and Die in L.A. How have we not seen?
2: Oh that wow, movie? we should watch that because I've never seen it, yeah. and I know it's a, I know it's supposed to be really good. Oh uh, yeah, I like yeah. I like the Wang Chung song. Yeah, and we didn't do Tell Us in the Crypt. <laughs> Uh, one episode of the TV series. Well, he, he directed, I to say we did yeah. the movie, but we didn't do. He the directed one a bunch of those. Of from the yeah,
3: yeah, he only did the one in 92, but he he stayed busy. He recorded he he directed something in this year called The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Uh Right. What is the Oh, this is that new um Holy shit, this is that new uh the Kiefer Sutherland uh, uh uh military courtroom deal that's out. Uh, the um, Kane it was on Mutiny Show Court Showtime. Marshall.
2: Yeah, Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Yeah,
3: yeah, Jason Clark, a whole bunch of cool actors. I didn't know he did that. That's cool. So he was, you know, no. this guy was respected. Made some great movies. I
2: gotta,
1: yeah, man, I was getting such a Spielberg vibe from this movie off the top, and I'm like, where did they both get mm. their influence for this particular type oh, of setup? Set Hitchcock. Hitchcock.
3: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm.
4: Probably, I mean, I, and I recently you know, I've recently did. watched a bunch of Hitchcock movies, and, and there's like right. there's all these things like uh, shooting from outside a window. You have your characters inside a yeah. house or a building or whatever, and you're outside the window, mm. and then the camera pushes through the window, mm. like it's just yes. like so many things.
3: Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. That's so he did the. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. The Wang Chung Live and Dine. Brian brought that up. Let's see. Where's the one I'm looking for, though? Oh, was it Sorcerer? That movie I have a lot but of fun But this director
1: also it. did uh, some Alfred Hitchcock hours, so maybe he got to work with the great
3: Hitchcock, I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe he, well, he, he was happy he hitched his cock to that that day. Yes. Do you guys that's ever so. see Sorcerer, the Ro- Roy Scheider thing? Uh, that's hard to explain that movie. Four Unfortunate Men. That's great. Four unfortunate men find uh, from different parts of the globe agree to risk their lives transporting gallons of nitroglycerin across the dangerous oh, Latin American I, yes. jungle. That movie's great, oh, that's dude. Huge. Yeah. Huge influence. I, I love, love that love movie. That movie. Mm. Yeah, that's the same director. A couple years later, but 77? I didn't know two, that. Like? Wow. Yeah, he's okay. great. Anyway, uh, here's some other trivia. Due to death threats against Linda Blair from religious zealots who believe the film was glorifying well, of Satan. Uh, Warner Brothers yeah. had a bodyguards protector for six months after the movie was released. So good for them, yeah. keeping the girls like, safe. You
2: know. Yeah, and of all people to complain against to to death threat? Why Linda Blair?
0: Right, the, why the, not
3: the director? The why not the writer? Year old. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Brian, year old, I can't believe you. There might She's be a, the problem.
3: There might <laughs> there might be a lesson in that about religious zealots and where they place yeah. uh, their where they point their fingers. Hmm.
0: It was
2: her choice to masturbate with a crucifix.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's not <laughs> it, anyone else's fault.
4: Oh,
2: that oh, part still,
3: to... dude. Uh, I, even though the blood I looks know, stupid that, now, it's like yeah, raspberry no, that raspberry blood. That
4: scene
2: is that scene is really hard to watch. It's really rough.
4: Well, and apparently we saw the version where that scene is cut even even more like than it than really? you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're not saying that the extra ten minutes is all new or extended footage, right? Because some of it is replacement footage where. Yeah, you, you know, like instead of seeing a person walking down a street for an hour, you know, you're seeing less of that and mm-hmm. more of something where they're talking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we're we're missing 10 minutes. It's just a different there's a different extra 10 minutes. Sure. Sure. And uh, apparently there's like this whole TV cut, which I just find hysterical. I just <laughs> right. I want to see it so bad yeah. that they edited this me- film.
2: Yeah, for television, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to I mean, say it's all—it's all ar- an archaeological film, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could you could probably pretty
3: easily do it. Yeah, you I just mean, have to cut a lot of that last twenty minutes out. Yeah, well, I mean, I
1: mean, yeah. only like whenever Linda Blair is on screen, pretty much, anytime she opens her mouth, uh, when yeah, she's just possessed, the
2: the yeah, the the, the yeah. Her speech and stuff. By the way, that is. That is still some pretty powerful stuff. The sound mixing, sound editing of all of oh, those yeah. so weird voices. Even even the one that Scott played that kind of sounds a little bit like William Hickey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a little William Hickey. Yeah, you asked for it. <laughs> this one right here.
3: Ah. It's
0: very William God, that, Hickey. Oh that is William goodness. Hickey
2: right there. Yeah. Ah, say the blessing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, the, no,
3: uh, I right. thought it was really they effective to too. It's it's funny because there were moments where you were like, oh, that's a little overripe or that's a little too loud or whatever. But for the on the whole, that stuff was still right. just like Rrr. And she yeah. did a good job of like faking the the, the lip reading and you know mm-hmm.
2: still really yeah. good. You know, I did. Yeah, so I'm guessing in situations like that, they record her doing the dialogue first, which is probably what freaked Max von Sydow out. But they record <laughs> yeah, her yeah. doing the dialogue first, and then they have somebody ADR match the the tempo and the cadence and stuff, so they can overlay it. Yeah, as opposed, which to is
1: really it. good because I mean, it is a spirit inside of her, so you expect to be. Because mm-hmm. he's calling from like uh, I guess hell, so you might a little delay
3: is okay. So yeah, it's a not little lag, nice that's fine. It's like this. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally yeah. normal. Um yeah, yeah I was really that stuff was pretty good. I don't know why he's British. Did they explain that?
1: <laughs> why Pazuzu because is British? Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cuz <laughs> you know over in uh he's, he's 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 part of the the colonizers, right? He's part of uh, over in Iraq and where he finally yeah. ended up as
3: uh, Maybe <laughs> he only uses he only uses the King James version of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now it makes sense. That translation would definitely lead to a British Cockney accent. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that stuff was really effective. I thought the um, the lighting in the room. Uh, so whoever's in charge of that, I guess that's a cinematographer or you know lighting experts, whatever. Unbelievably good. It's it's half the reason the whole set, the the whole sequence of events in the in the exorcism part of the movie, The Exorcist, is so well done. I think is the lighting in there. It just was so good. She would look up at certain angles, and the way shadows were cast on her face made her way more scary. Uh, the head turning around, kind of oh. stupid because we know how fake that is. But well, s- that room looked good. It was like, stupid. And now, also, but man,
2: whoo. no. And that and that's my that was my biggest problem with the movie is that supernatural or not. All right, when she gets like <laughs> when she when she finally gets exercised, the demon gets out of her. How is she not like? dead from having her esophagus wrapped around her spine
3: yeah no kidding yeah Yeah, that's that's a little hand wavy plus there's other things like sometimes this creature can do nothing because he's strapped to the bed and she can't move and all he can do is talk sometimes he can move furniture around and almost crush you with it like right well that's why i
2: asked if he could deface the the statue or did he possess somebody else who went and defaced the statue before he moved on to the to the attic, right? The, and these, <laughs> and this attic. is a, this is kind
3: of a fundamental. This is why I always complain about the haunted house movies. This is a haunted person, and it's kind of the same yeah. problem. It's like, well, yep,
2: rules what are it. the rules? Establish I, establish your rules and stick to those rules. Yeah. In
3: the first
4: interview with the devil, uh, Karis uh, asks the devil to prove himself. He's, mm-hmm. He asks right. several times, "I need you to prove yourself." And the devil's like, "No, nah, I'm just. Uh, I'm not feeling this vibe right now." Mm. And I could die. Yeah, I just thought that was brilliant. That was really, really brilliant because this priest is already having a huge crisis of faith over the fact that his mother's dying is ignominous death, and he's going to uh, encounter the actual devil. And then the devil's like, "I'm going to just mess with you some more." You know, Mm -hmm. I I could break these. I could break these straps. Eh, I just don't want to. But that's that's the
1: whole that's the whole deal, right? It's like. Everything's based on faith, so it's got to be faith based on, on the on the good side as well as the bad side, and mm. you can't trust him. Even if he told you exactly what you wanted to know, it's going to be mixed truth in there. I love the Father Karras character, and it's kind of what's pushing me the most to want to read the book, because I want to know if it was Jason Miller's portrayal or if it's the actual character, because I could watch a lot more of this uh, you know, retired boxer who's getting bullshit guilt from his uncle and his mom is you know dying and he's made this choice to live this uh, priestly life but at what cost right you know I, it was I, maybe much. the
4: maybe the book's we told from
3: it. his perspective i guess i could find out my yeah. it up. but
4: and yeah. every time he's like feeling depressed he goes like jogging in dc yes. in the winter
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right okay rocky
4: right uh let's see
3: yeah <laughs> this it. is it, it looks like the book is told primarily not entirely but primarily from his perspective so that hmm. could be interesting dunaway maybe you want to pick it's that good. up yeah it's still yeah. out there I so, know, I'm, I'm thinking about it i just
4: can't believe it's this guy's first film like he is so good he he yes. really makes the film and they went you know like friedkin's a weirdo and he wanted a bunch of like actual priests in this movie. So they cast actual priests as the, you know, the people like the guy you see who discovers the, the defiled statue, like mm-hmm. that's an actual priest right. and, and so on. And like, why would you do that? They didn't I did not tell him. I would yeah, love yeah, if you yeah, didn't yeah. tell him, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to come in, you can see some stuff. We want you to react. That's all I got to do. Yeah. And of ah. course, they, by the way, they shot two completely different defiled statues. So they could have one that was, terribly gross for the R-rated version and one that was I'm gonna say something TV worse friendly. than what we saw? No, <laughs> so they, they shot a TV friendly one and apparently uh, it's not even a little bit scary. It's just like oh is
1: it just the is it just the boobs? I think uh, the boobs were kind of like uh but then when you stick the I was like ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. No the, the
4: TV version he sees a statue that's just got a little red paint on it. It's not a problem. for
1: <laughs> Because uh, those boobs <laughs> those those pointy- probably was well overplayed in that version of
3: it then. Yeah and those pointy oh. blood tipped boobs dude they look like yeah. they got someone yeah. in the face yeah. or killed other people on their way in or something <laughs> nasty. Um, almost
2: um, almost ruin, ruin you for boobs
3: yeah no i need boobs i need <laughs> boobs um this this is interesting because that jason miller guy i agree really killer performance amazing first role you know all that stuff but he never really went on to anything amazing like no, he's mostly he known i for couldn't Rudy. believe it he's mm-hmm. yeah maybe it's because he's so genuine he's
1: such a genuine Person, we weren't looking for genuine characters. Died,
3: died a little young, 62 heard? is all passed away in 01. That's a little yeah. young. It's about yeah, my dad's. He, a, attack, he apparently it. died of a heart attack, which hmm. those can happen. It
4: was a delayed heart attack.
1: He actually had it on the set, yeah. But it didn't
3: yeah, really yeah, it just him. took a while to actually attack. manifest. Yeah, yeah, I could see yeah. that. Um, he's also he shows up again in Exorcist 3 as uh, not this character, he is he is X, he's patient X in Exorcist 3 in 1990. Oh. Yeah. patient X, idea really and exorcist 3 has a decent review score i wonder if that one's worth looking at george c scott i Scott's think that's in to be it. the i
1: think that's supposed to be a good one it's different but i think it's supposed to be a good one i haven't seen it brad dorif
3: oh hey we just did brad dorif he's in that yeah he he's yeah. chucky chucky was in it an actor chucky named an, a, an actor named ed flanders poor guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poor, poor now yeah yeah poor now and then the dude from uh, walking dead that scott wilson guy that that was oh yeah he was always in the news for drunk driving on the set or something oh yeah he yeah. died too but man everyone's dead but that's the other thing this movie had with it It had this weird thing around it that everyone it's a curse if you're in that movie you're cursed okay. and now we can look at it from all these years later 50 years later not really max von yeah. Sydow lived a long ass time he's in his 90s yeah. he was old as dirt now some people died right. a little young but it's also the 70s they were all drinking and smoking themselves to death and i don't know you know this irish actor I guy did, you know
1: this is it
3: this was a this was a dangerous
1: uh film to make i mean they're doing desert things they're doing other actors in refrigerated areas they're doing a bunch of stunts is it a dangerous movie to make so of course people got hurt and killed and, and it just that's just, must making movies, right? Well, Making yeah.
3: movies sometimes is dangerous. But look, Ellen Burstyn, still doing great. Max von Sydow, doing great. Well, he's dead now, but he wasn't in his 90s. Right. <laughs> uh, had a What's big, doing? long life. Yeah. Linda Blair, still out there, still rocking it. Uh, and most of the other actors. These, these ideas that we were planted into our kids, that if you were in a movie about a scary thing... Or if it was like yeah. somehow religious Ours connected, I hate that. Right? That was the no poltergeist the to- for me. Same thing. Poltergeist, poltergeist okay. had the same thing because the little girl died, and everyone thought, "Oh, yeah. that's part of the curse." And the it's the like curse. you guys yeah. made up a curse for right. one total uncircumstantial really death.
1: I can't remember now. I've I've heard it so many times.
3: She died. Yeah. Now I'm not sure she, she passed really passed died. Oh yeah, the little girl in there. Yeah.
1: She so had. It's she had. She had a effect.
3: Yeah, but not caused by the movie. She had a she had a childhood disease that that took her. At age wrong. 12 or she something. was killed
1: when she was 22 by her ex-boyfriend.
3: No, wrong. That's <laughs> not her. That's somebody else. But the point. Yeah, my point the point is, the sister, yeah. I'm just mad at a whole generation of parents for being such paranoid well, weenie heads. No that's what right. pisses me off. Like, are you all? They were all all these guys, all these people in their 30s to 40s, who were our parents, our parents' friends, local neighbors, whatever. And your 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 experience may vary depending on what part of the country or the world you lived in. But they were all just right. so. Oh, I hear that there's razor blades in this year's candy bars, <laughs> or I hear that you can't ever have Tylenol again because now it's you know like they were so paranoid. What was wrong with our parents' generation? Bunch of paranoid, I, I don't know, like paranoid. Like,
4: we need we need to talk a little bit about Ellen Burstyn. She is 89. She's going to be 90 in a month, and she's got two upcoming films
1: right now. Oh, yeah, wow! She's busy. Wow. She's got shit going on. I have no films coming and I'm not
3: even 90. Wow. She she looks fantastic, by the way,
4: for her age. Absolutely perfect performance by her. Except I don't love how the script treats her character. I I really like how she interprets the character. Like she's she's properly, you know, like freaked out. She gets mad at at the right levels, you know. Mm -hmm. Like she's there's an an increase, a staircase of her anger. And like when she when she eventually blows up on the scientists. That's like a really cool scene, and Ellen yeah. Burstyn is amazing in this. I just, yeah. oh man, this script has her like off walking around town while her child is tied up to a bed, and that no, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't think that's a good depiction of a mom. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> that, you just was, go well, shopping. Yeah, but it was yeah. she was she was a actress.
1: She was well off. She had yeah. a bunch of servants. It makes sense that she was a little disconnected, kind of, uh, you know. From her daughter, mm-hmm. but also somewhat yeah. right. Super hands off. So it's, it's, it, it kind of worked for the I character she's, for me,
2: you know, her daughter is upstairs. The bed's shaking. Her daughter's head spin around spewing uh, green apple gogurt and she's downstairs right. ironing the priest's shirt. On a ta- well, on a because, desk, by the way. Their daughter just puked. Their daughter just puked on the priest. Yeah, shoes. but
3: why iron it? Why yeah, why are you, it? are you ironing it? Not only why are you ironing it? Why are you iron things on a desk? It it's a desk, it Brian. Seventy
2: three. No, it we was a desk. Iron, Nobody ironed their material. clothes
3: on a desk. Nobody pulled out clothes and put them on a desk and ironed them. That's weird.
0: But she's out she walking
2: around smoking cigarettes, walking on the bridge while all this stuff is going on too, and she bumps into the the. The priest shrinks. It, it the, felt the It felt authentic to me. <laughs> Wait, oh what do you gosh, do? I mean, if you've prank. ever been in that
1: situation, it's like she's almost like her daughter's got a terminal illness. It's like, you know, eh, uh,
0: I, I it's it a little just more
2: <laughs> I mean it's it's but the problem is she doesn't know what it is. It's and and yeah. it's a little bit more immediate than, well, yeah, she's got terminal for the stage four cancer or something. It's like, no, she's right. The bed is flying off of the floor and she's,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a very different scenario. Also, when she comes in downstairs to the party and pees on the floor, was she possessed then? Yeah. Cause they didn't yeah. really yes. make that clear. Oh, absolutely. She was? Yes. Okay. yes, absolutely. All right. Cause she didn't have the voice and she just stared off and said, you're all going to die or whatever. Unless well, It peeing. takes time. It takes time yeah. for the, you know the the demons to to take full control. They get it.
2: i just I, great if you want to have the hickey voice for that one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I, I just
4: want to say, and it, it sounds like it would agrees with me that this is a screenwriter's idea of what is cool. Like you, you don't like a woman a woman who just hangs out right outside the bedroom the entire movie is not that interesting mm. a, a woman who is racked with fear and guilt and pacing down the street smoking a cigarette is much more interesting to look at and think about it's just like there's a point where I'm like oh I I don't it's making me not like her you know and I guess and that's yeah. fine too that's totally fine too mm-hmm. I, it's just it's just I noticed you know I didn't I didn't think we were supposed to like her I thought that was the point. Um, um well she's, she's definitely our victim number one the mom is you know like yeah. the primary sufferer outside of the p- possessed yeah. right
3: i think we're supposed right. to feel for her and and,
4: and i may have been know. reading a little bit
1: too much into it because some of it's like some of it's kind of like making you question is she being punished because she got a divorce and that kind of stuff you know and it's like because we do a lot of these religious ideas so I wasn't sure if that was how intentional it was. So I couldn't figure out if I was supposed to. Mm. Oh, I, I didn't, think feel, I I think didn't know how right
3: I was about the character. Well, for a hot yeah, minute, I, they I wanted right you on. to think she was harboring an, a, a Nazi as a as a house. Uh, f- I
1: loved that when he goes off, when uh, Burke Dennings goes off on the Nazi. He's such a fun character. He's such a fun party
3: guy. I don't, fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's because I don't know if that dude was really a Nazi or not. So it felt like. I, I felt bad for that guy but then it went nowhere that was a weird storyline it was a weird the little chicken thing. the bucket
4: Very, the chicken the bucket is the crucifix under the pillow like no, yeah, we're never yeah. told what right. the hell oh, didn't we just
2: the, i thought the the baby the you know the no. um, the younger she, no, never she admitted denied to it. it okay she denied, she denied, denied it, it everybody denied it yeah and then yeah. we just put it
4: down we put the crucifix down and then that's it we never come back to it it's not a thing anymore well, I ain't
3: no. using that thing ever again we're done with that one that crucifix can go <laughs> <That> was- <laughs>
4: This crucifix is all used up.
3: That crucifix (laughs) is seen. It's been places. It's been (laughs) places that we don't want to go. So throw it away. That's what I say. I forgot Ellen Burstyn was the was the old drug addict in Requiem for a Dream. By the way, I totally forgot that was her. Oh yeah. You remember that? She was the they had the four stories or whatever, and she was the old lady in the hospital that needed more uh, opiates and stuff. She's amazing in that. I mean, everyone's getting that, but yeah. Also, it's terrifying and horrible that movie. I
2: forgot so much. Well, I not forgot about that movie. I think I I have purposefully forgot a lot about that movie.
3: <laughs> that's that's one that was is hard to shake as an adult.
2: It is. Yeah, it really yeah, is. It's really, really it's tough. like I remember enough and I remember yeah, I don't want to ever see that movie again. Yeah. Huh.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah, I'll, I definitely felt that.
1: I'll tell you who I enjoyed though, is Lieutenant Kenderman. Um the 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 investigator. He's he's like he's there. Oh, oh sure, oh my actor. god. I yeah. I laughed out loud when he was when he was in the door crack when she wouldn't quite let him yeah. in. in right, doors, she, in she opened the door open. with the,
2: the little lock yeah. thing on it, the chain. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Lee another, another,
3: J. Cobb, right? Yeah,
4: that guy's face. great.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. another major
4: well, character that could have been fleshed out more, could have been given more to do in the end. Mm-hmm. Like this, this could have been a two and a half hour long movie, and we could have yeah. followed a lot of his like questioning and consternation
3: around mm-hmm. what he's witnessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. He died by know, the way, right after you know. this as well, a couple of years after, um, but he was it's in the
1: curse. It's he was, the curse.
3: he <laughs> was in some stuff though, man, gun smoke, um, a whole bunch of old Western yeah. stuff. He's, he's great. I freaking like that guy. Listen for this,
1: mate. You're, you're, If you saw this with your grandpa, he'd probably been pointed at the screen going, ah, ah it's the guy. Yeah. It's the guys <laughs> that show.
3: Yeah.
4: Probably and, right, and his uh, Lee, Lee J. Cobb's IMDb photo makes him look like a stand-in for Gene Hackman.
3: Yeah, he does quite a bit. I think ah, it's I from this that. movie. That's a good call. I am pretty sure that's from yeah. this film. He was also it he was also in movie. French Connection, so maybe there was something there. But he was in 12, 12 Angry Men. Oh, he was one of the maybe? more memorable characters in Twelve Angry Men. It's fantastic.
1: Oh, are they connected? Because uh, our director directed uh, one of the Twelve Angry Men, uh,
3: the TV adaptation the in twenty seven yeah. or twenty or ninety seven ninety seven. I think. Yeah, you're right. He directed that. So I don't think there's a connection, but it just shows you how small Hollywood is, I guess. It's not a French connection. No, it's definitely not a it, French connection.
4: It made me smile that this film is so, uh, I don't want to say slow or plodding, but it's very methodical. Mm. It moves at a, at a very particular pace and it never speeds up. And Lieutenant Kinderman is the best example of this for me. He has no urgency whatsoever to figure out whether or not Burke... <laughs> W- uh, committed yeah. suicide or was killed or yeah. what he is just like i I just like to come to your uh your your college and talk man can we just talk yeah. I want to be your friend I would yeah. you need it. a friend he, just, he, he actually says <laughs> right. that like do you need yeah. a friend Yeah. Hmm. I actually was
1: loving that I was like oh is there going to be some kind of romantic thing here just a, maybe a little bit just a little touch maybe but no nothing hmm.
3: yeah. but I, yeah. I did dig his character he was hilarious yeah. like I you said he,
1: w- he wouldn't hurry up
3: I thought the Jason Miller character and Alan Burson's character were going to have some sort of weird tension they
2: like didn't romantic, go there I'm glad, they didn't. Uh, thing, yeah.
3: I'm glad they didn't too i just i, I just thought that we were headed there Sometimes. because there was so much of this i forgot like i don't remember well one thing i don't remember for sure is this robert robert simons you guys know this actor if you click on his thing you'll see his face and go oh shit yeah that dude's in like too many things he's in catch me if you can uh primary colors uh alias uh, he's just a famous looking actor. I think he was on Seinfeld in the episode. He's one of our Star Trek connections, Quantum Leap. Anyway, this guy was just the psychiatrist for a very small part of this thing and he's so young in right. it. Completely threw me off uh, seeing this guy. But now he's like, he's, he always played it a, like a, um army guy, like a colonel. In fact, I think he I think the photo, oh, there it is. Okay. His IMDb photo is him on MASH. Oh, really? Uh, you'll know this guy a bit. Robert Simons, click him. That sure. dude sitting there drinking, he's the one that wouldn't let um, Winchester go back home. Uh, he's the Winchester... Oh, uh, sure. The Winchester... You're stuck here. Sorry, Winchester. I, I can't help you, guy. Um, anyway, I don't know why I'm bringing him up, except I really like that actor. So
1: <laughs> I don't that. know, but if you look at the IMDb photo, right next to it, they're playing one of his hot hit movies. What the hell is this from? Because... <laughs> i am loving it there's some kind of nazi robot looking thing right yeah it VR. looks like a
2: like a transformer what with uh, the yeah.
1: hell is this mandroid, i don't know
2: Android apparently is the movie from is 93. that mandroid?
1: that's mandroid Jeez, that is so cool it's like dark uh, man
3: meets lawnmower man we should see man we should see we need to
2: see mandroid yeah i mean it's it's you know sounds terrible let's do it does uh, is he a an man android, or is he an android? android. I, I have a tie Maybe for our
3: favorite IMDb photo: Tito Vandis or uh, Valisky Malarios. Who, <laughs> one of these two, because <laughs> the You're the ladies' names now the ladies' like photo, name. the ladies' photo is just her on the bed in the movie. It's when she he looks at the bed and sees his mom instead of the kid for a oh, brief yeah, second. Yeah. they just use that for her photo.
2: And then Tito Vandis, he's just stoked. Look at him. She also died in 73. She died a month after uh, the, the director, dude. Oh, my uh, gosh. February 9th. So.
3: Oh, wow. This
2: is her only
3: credit. That's wild, dude. Look at that. That's all she ever
0: did? Oh, yeah.
3: Was she anyone's? F- Maybe she's family or something. She was good. Maybe she was family. <laughs> I thought she was good in it. Like the, uh, That's surprising to me. She only ever acted once. Because yeah, I
4: read so much of the trivia, I know that Eileen Dietz was the uh, the stand-in for Linda Blair on anything that was like super rough. And uh, there was a lot of controversy after this film came out because uh, there had been so much work to film so much Eileen Dietz, and then she ends up only being in 20 seconds of the film because it was those were the like the key critical X rated things. Yeah, And, uh, so anyway, Eileen Dietz was, uh, 27 when they made this movie. Right. So Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. she was cast because she had the ability to sort of look a little bit like Linda Blair. She was uh, short and small. Mm -hmm. And, uh, anyway, the Eileen Dietz, uh, IMDB photo is one of the worst we've ever seen. Like Mm. one of the worst, I like concepts for a photo. Yeah. What's it doing there? Why? Why did somebody do this? And then, and then right below it, there are so many photos of Eileen Deeds in her photos folder, and some of them are really good. She's still working. She's great. She's still working. Why does her primary IMDb photo? It's basically just I don't know. It's this blurry set shot. It's bizarre.
3: I like stuff like that. I think that we should have a new segment on the show. We do bring it up all the time. We should have like an official segment about IMDb photos and why they did, why they chose yeah. so poorly. Yeah, because we're IMDb WTF. And like, Let's do it. And why
2: can't they all be like Brad Dourif?
3: Yeah, right. Oh man, his. Well, you can't all be Brad Dourif. No, I mean, come on. I've tried. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Let's see. Oh, this was the first horror movie nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, first time ever. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Didn't win, but uh,
2: didn't win. I wonder what it lost. Do you do, Does it show what it lost to? I guess I can look that up real quick. Uh, let's see. I,
1: I
3: guess I can, I can do my own Google search.
2: Fine, I, I could. Yeah, I could and will.
5: Best
3: <laughs> picture. <laughs> It looks like it went to, oh no, the 73 awards
4: have the
2: previous year, right? So it'd be 74. It would be the 74 uh, Oscars or Olympics. It went to the Sting. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay.
4: Oh, the Sting, good. And uh, the other nominees were American Graffiti, A Touch of Class, and Cries and Whispers.
2: Mm.
3: Wow. And The Exorcist, of course.
2: It just won for screenplay, a screenplay, or screen prey. Screen, pray. screen pray. A on, perfect. Love it, perfect. a lot on screen. Yeah. Um, and uh, best sound, which absolutely uh, deserved it.
3: Yeah, the sound was real yeah. good. Even though there's some seventy. Why is my Alexa playing things? Alexa,
2: stop. You shit up uh, also it definitely,
1: uh, it definitely was supposed to be loud to uh, to to scare the shit out of you yes yeah, success are successful
2: and it did it um yeah. linda blair got so golden globes did a lot better at one best motion picture drama mm. linda blair won best supporting actress mm-hmm. um, friedkin got supporting. best director and uh yeah yeah i don't know how you determine let's call Oh, yeah, exactly, out. and best screenplay again for uh, William Peter Blatty. I, I
4: want to bring you back to the Oscars, though, because this is the sure. this was one of the most controversial things ever at the Oscars. The Best Supporting Actress Oscar. The nominees were Candy Clark for American Graffiti, Madeline Kahn for Paper Moon, Sylvia Sidney for two movies. Uh, uh, I'm sorry for. This is a two movies. This is a movie that has two names. Summer wishes, winter dreams. And then Linda Blair is nominated for best actress in supporting role and loses to 10 year old Tatum O'Neill. Oh, mother of God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like just imagine being Linda Blair's mom <laughs> and being like, I, you know, like you've gone through all of this to get your daughter. You think to this soccer point. moms are bad?
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. And they give it to the girl who's technically older, but barely. That's amazing. How old is this yeah. girl anyway? At this time, how old is Linda Blair she's, when she made this? Linda stuff? Blair is thirteen. Oh, she's older she's than 10, right. younger, Right, twelve. She was. She yeah. was twelve when they were making the movie. Okay.
4: And uh, there's some there's some trivia that I just don't even want to get into because. Uh, Friedkin claims she was very, very precocious. And I think he, I think he spoke out of school and and should have kept his mouth shut. Uh, can I give you, can I give you my favorite piece of trivia? (gasps) Oh, sure. 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 (laughs) This is is just a tiny bit long, but I just, I copied this because I thought it was very, very interesting. So, uh, Max von Sydow's father, Marin was based on a real life Jesuit paleontologist who was named, uh, father de And, uh, so Sido's character in old, old age makeup was meant to bear a physical resemblance to this guy
5: Mm.
4: and, Mm. uh, his, you know, philosophical ideas are in the book. (coughs) Like this father de Chardin was the source of this character. Mm. And, uh, he was also among the real life discoverers of Peking man fossils and his philosophical ideas, which were controversial within the church. And considered to be even heretical, have been quoted later by popes. There are actual oh. popes, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis, both have said they thought that this real life priest was on the right track. Really, and yeah, and so uh, he, uh, you know, like there was like some, some uh, came full circle. The thing, like in the Catholic Church, when this movie was coming out, the character was reviled. And then the Catholic church itself later uh, came around and was
3: like, you well, know the what? movie did pretty good. Maybe we should change our minds. What do you <laughs> think? I,
1: yeah, let's do it.
3: Mm. Yeah. Mm. I could see that. And that annoys me. I hate that. <laughs> it does. Cause it's just, again, it's the mixing of these cultures for people want to f- scare each other. I freaking hate it.
4: Yeah. There's, there's trivia about the Catholic church going into parishes and telling the parishioners, you're not allowed to see this movie. Yeah, and I, you could put some scrutiny on that. I think I, I think it
3: depends on where you were. There, I'm sure there was some of that. I'm sure it's overblown, though. Like, whatever. Yeah. They, they, you know yeah, how you got episode, a bunch please. of, you know how you get a bunch of teenagers to see a movie that's supposedly forbidden. You tell them it's forbidden, and then they go, mm-hmm. right. right,
1: right, don't go
3: see this. It worked every time. We how must. did I get? To, why did I see RoboCop when I did? Forbidden. Why did I oh. see? uh, Oh, I can't think of it. Porky's Forbidden.
2: Right? Yeah, alien forbidden. aliens uh, well, I, for me was forbidden. What, Same aliens. No as one well.
1: specifically no one specifically said it's forbidden with porkies for me, but uh
3: I knew. It was implied. Knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was you know where that you know where that, you know where that shower <laughs> hole was looking and you know there was somebody in there. <laughs> yeah. You knew what was up. Oh, I shouldn't be watching this. no one told me not to, but yeah, I should not. Um also my memory was that she barfed on Von Sydow and not the other dude with the green. But, when, oh, but then she horked like a yellow booger in Von Seidow's eyes oh yeah that was gross was didn't a, see that coming she was a mucus mucus making machine
1: so I was curious about that I was like I was, I was looking way too deep thinking about you know the biles and the humor I was thinking about all kinds of stuff I'm like should I just watch the movie yeah just watch the movie and enjoy
3: Yeah, what's wrong yeah. with you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, gross though, and I will. I it's not. It didn't make my list of what grossed me out the most um, because actually, did I do anything? Let me see if I did. Oh, I did.
5: It was. Uh, It was.
3: Okay, give me your guess. uh, You know what? Let's do it. Gross. What do you, Brian? Guess, and then other Brian guess, and we'll guess.
2: It's uh, that that uh, all the. I'm sure that ring doesn't get uh, cleaned before everybody kisses the ring of the uh, the cardinal.
3: (laughs) Top three, but did not quite crack number one. But you're you're in there. I hate that the ring kissing. I hate it for yeah, a lot of reasons, right. but that's one of them. It's just not clean. Uh, Done away guesses, will gross me out. Uh, a good, oh
1: man, it's it's so hard. I I don't know because the lesions are so easy to say. Well, oh, it's got to be
4: the cuts and stuff and the oozing yeah. and the, all that stuff. Yeah. Can it's all effects? Uh, so. Can I have? Yeah. Can I have uh, when nothing. they uh, when they put a line into her jugular? And the uh, squirt the doctor. Yeah, the doctor is getting her blood all over his hands. Yeah, like, that
3: was gnarly. Yeah. I didn't like that either. That's top three, top four, maybe. Is it is
1: it the is it the desert
3: booze? Nope, no, getting, uh, <laughs> no desert booze. <laughs> right. Desert booze. Right. That didn't gross me out because I who knows what's in there. Um I'll just tell you, it's just her peeing on the floor. It's all implied. Well, it's yeah. probably not. They didn't ask Linda Blair to really pee on the floor, but man something about they- that moment and all those people and then they're dressed to the nines staring at this poor girl who can't help but be there and pee on their floor i just <laughs> i that's felt hard. so
4: sorry for the maid she's oh, on her hands and knees
3: she goes, they coming out? She goes, I think up? it is coming out. I think so. I'm not
4: yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, how do you tell? It's not like it stains it. It's not like, you know, is no. she going to keep smelling it to see if she, st- if she smells pee over the... the Wait, let me see. Let me- just- yes, it's still there. It's still, still there. Where's Carl?
3: Yeah, where's <laughs> Carl? Where's Carl the Nazi?
2: <laughs> He's up in the attic. Uh, more traps. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so I just, you know, they're worse things, but peeing on the... All, the combination of these this the context around her peeing on the floor really sure. that bothered me. I didn't like any of that, yeah, it's not just about the pee. she got a bubble bath out of it though, so you know that's something <laughs> that's that is something you're right. It would be the last bath she'd see for a while, uh yeah, yeah. and things would get real gross before she would ever get a bath again i do I'm kind of with it, but though like it's you really do have to park your brain to think that after these possessions and they even did it a little bit with um what's her name in uh the conjuring um uh right. lily taylor yeah. yeah where her face right, right. changed like her features change yeah
2: she's all cleaned up and looks it <laughs> looks just fine afterwards yeah
3: i guess we're supposed to just assume well that's just how that would work but it seems like you would be left in a bit of a medical mess if this happened to you and if this was real yeah. but it's all bullshit so who cares you just make it up that's what mm-hmm. you do Every every time somebody comes to me and says, oh, no, possessions are real. I'm like, when, where, what? Show me one. Well, there's this story. And I have to walk away. I can't talk to these people.
1: (laughs) I You take out your taboo buzzer from the board game?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Just play it right in their face. (laughs) Shove it up in their face. Oh, dude, I used to love that buzzer. I used to drive my kids crazy with that thing. Oh, yeah. That thing definitely (laughs) never went back in the box afterwards.
2: (laughs) No, It becomes a life accessory, not just a a board game. (laughs) Do you know how joyful it makes
3: me? Feel to know that I—that was not just my experience, yeah, not <laughs> just you, man. I love All that. dads around the world.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's something about <laughs> I the should tone. Get it out, use it for the cat when she uh yeah. scratches yeah. on the couch or something. It's got an amazing tone mm-hmm. to it that
3: it sets does. it apart. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh let's see what else did I write here. Oh, I wrote here because this is kind of a joke, but my chick in the bucket was almost Max von Sydow because that guy—it was barely in this movie—and <laughs> I only think of him yeah. in this movie, so. There's the girl and she's spewing uh, soup, and then there's him, and that's the movie. But when I watch it, yeah. I'm like, no, wait a minute. He was here for five minutes, gone forever, yeah. and two and a half died hours later, he's back. Screen. Yeah, died. Yeah, like what? How is he even in two? What is he doing there? We should Can find out. Know? I don't know. I'm gonna find out right now. Let's see what tells right now. Because if he's back hey, as himself again, like if they revive him. No sale. Right. He comes yeah, back no. as a s as a forest ghost. As a forest he he ghost. gets to
2: possess somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, let's see. Seventy the Exorcist three, where is it? Oh shit, two is what I'm looking for. Um yeah, Providence. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. I can't find it. Oh, maybe he didn't come back. Well, I've ascribed a thing to him that he didn't do. Never mind. Right. He's not in three.
2: Like well, it could be like three could have used uh previously on the Exorcist. Like you know how they sometimes yeah, yeah. in the opening credits give you like the history. Yeah.
3: Oh, 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 like Man. flashback stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. when you see the, um, uh, uh the conjuring and, or not, not the conjuring, but like a conjuring spinoff. And they always give those two main actors, Ed and right. Cheryl or whatever her name is. Um, they always get credit, even though they're like maybe in the yeah. credits may not or be something. in
2: the film at all or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they- even if they're, even if their picture is on a photo on the, dresser so they guess sometimes they have to give credit i think because george clooney never physically appeared in oceans eight but he's in the credits because you see a photo of him right right she's
3: supposedly on the phone with him at one point but you don't hear side of it
2: or something yeah yeah
3: yeah um i also oh i wrote i don't think i'm supposed to laugh at the part where he tried to revive the priest when he Walked in there and found. Oh man, he was going. He was doing. That's not how you do CPR, but I appreciate it. I feel like that was just ensuring he died. It didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't about reviving him. He
2: listens.
4: He listens to to the chest, and he's like, "Oh, I think there's still a heartbeat. I'm going to put a stop to that." Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pound this with all my might, and uh, he will not come back after that. Work no uh um, should just
4: go down the steps
3: yeah and then, right and then that
4: that shot those shots of him falling down the steps very effective mm-hmm. like yeah extremely oh, ser- gosh, scary yeah. and violent
2: the crunching and stuff yeah for sure yeah all that found
1: stuff. it well you found it he was uh Sidal was in two he comes back as an overlay during an interview
2: an, an overlay. overlay
1: oh yeah. like on a tv somewhere yeah. in a room Okay. No, no, he's like a transparency. Apparently, the there, I guess he is either. I don't know <laughs> He is Force the, Ghost, basically. Individual. Yeah, he is a Force Ghost. Like I said, he's a Force <laughs> Ghost. Yeah. What the frick is that real? Yeah, go to like two minutes. That sounds awful. Around two minutes, that clip I posted in there. If you go to about two minutes, you'll see they're doing a uh, electric shock therapy kind of thing. Um, I clip. don't see. Bring I it just back. have
3: just watches at the trailer. I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I sent that. Yeah, you're watching X Ex- Two, The Heretic. No, oh, that's the next one. Oh, 19. all I have is just oh, uh, just watching. I watch just link. posted in the wrong. <laughs> I guess my Sunday race day people are probably questioning why I sent that. Here <laughs> yeah. you go. I'm gonna post it in the right channel oh, this it is. time. There it is. Okay. Yeah. There I'm just you go. See can see this. Yeah.
3: All right. So he's about how <laughs> about far two in? Two did you
1: say and, about two minutes and five seconds or so. All right. On there, I'll see. I'll even play some kind of, audio
3: here. Okay. Uh, he's in two... and out. So we'll start at one fifty-seven. Here we go. Here's that must some, be the mom. Yeah. Wait, we need some audio. Oh, oh, it's overlaid on top of his. Yeah, Linda Blair is there as both of ourselves. Did he come back they're as grabbing, to film this? Boob. Like, oh, weird. It's hard to say. It looks like you. Oh, this looks terrible, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. We Not have now. to watch this.
1: Yeah, they're it looks like we the do. Heart out. Yeah. Pulling the heart out of there.
3: Yeah, love it. This is some bullshit. We got to watch that. Yep, yep. <laughs> you
5: got it. Oh,
1: there he I is. I've already got Nicholas. Did. Oh, they're showing how he died. They're actually showing how he died, how he how he got the heart attack. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, story resolution. He She did it. She reached into his chest and stopped his heart. Oh, It's like,
3: Mr. Sidow. can you come here after lunch for just 10 minutes? We need to film a little bit. 10 minutes. We just
1: need 10 minutes. I will do that.
3: Here Have you here heard of a say. forest ghost? No. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. All right. I'm suddenly, two is on my radar. I, I kind of want to yeah. see how that, how bad that is. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> you guys, got anything else before we head, head to Clip Town? <laughs> oh, God.
2: i just transfixed by this trailer. Okay, close it up, turning it off. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I just want to say so again bad.
3: we
4: could spend 10 hours going over all of the. Trivia and the oral history of the making of this movie. And I, I don't feel like it really deserves it. I I mean, it's good. I'm glad we watched Mm -hmm. it. I was entertained. I will see it again sometime 10 years from now, but it is just obscene how much people have written and said about this movie.
3: Yeah. It has a, it has a reputation that far precedes its actual uh, Mm. status. I think like, and I, I think it's really well made, especially for the time totally holds up ages. Well, all those things are true, but I've seen movies that scare me way more than this. Like freaking Hereditary scares me more than this. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, Midsummer scared me more than this or maybe at least more uncomfortable than this did. So I, I I don't know that it deserves it's like it's one of the scary maybe it's maybe you could say it has a place in history as one of the scariest movies.
1: Ever. Absolutely. A place in history yeah. for what was to come.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Definitely. so. And I think a lot yeah. of stuff came... You were talking before about the director... Not director's cut, but the bonus edition, deluxe edition has the her crawling around on all fours backwards and stuff, like a spider. Mm-hmm. Um, to, even though that's not in the theatrical, enough people have seen that. I've seen that redone now in like 20 horror movies.
2: Yeah, right. And, so, yeah. and after watching, like I had it uh, on in the background when we were talking about it, pulled it up and just watched the video. Because I also posted the, the reflection of uh, Pazuzu in the stove. But uh, it's a yeah, little bad it, they it, cut. It, yeah. You know what? Seeing it now, it is terrible because she's she's yeah. clearly on wires. There are some points their arms and legs don't even make contact with the stairs, and then and then seeing the the tongue thing again right. at the end is like, okay, yeah, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe it's good that they and cut that. It, and
1: plus, it, it it mentally changes my attitude about this isolation that she's right. involved in. That she's in, always she's in, in the, the room
2: yeah yeah and this takes her out of that perfected. and like oh is she just walking around now okay what's the deal
1: yeah
3: oh I'm that flash of cut. the I'm demon cut. face is kind of effective though
2: it is yeah it is that gave me the <laughs> although the makeup now kind of reminds me of when uh billy zabka is chasing Daniel son <laughs> in uh karate kid and they're uh, all painted up to look like skulls
1: it. because skeletons
3: yeah. yeah they blur. look like a warriors theme gang and that, in that movie. Yeah. yeah, right. That's amazing. All right. Well, let's drive this truck into the clip town. All right. That's how. That's 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 a transition for you. Let's get some clips going. So I've got a, a number of them here. We're going to begin with this one, which is some music that still still holds up. This is uh, this is as famous, I think, or maybe even more famous than even like the Michael Myers theme. And it's very similar, actually. So clearly from the same era. But here you go. I guess it's similar to the piano, but yeah. See, I, that still gets under my skin.
2: Yeah, yep. that's uh, Mike Oldfield, and um, my mom actually had this album, and it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well, basically so. one song on side A, one song on side B that takes up the entire side, like a you know 24-minute song on right. each side, and the the side. uh, this this song, I mean, you only hear obviously a fraction of it in the movie, but it goes into some even darker places that that freak me out. Really? So, I mean, if you're if you like the if you like that, go into uh, your streaming service of choice to listen to. I'm uh, glad Side a. you
4: brought it up because I yeah. wrote down why is there only thirty minutes, uh, thirty seconds of this incredible music in this movie? They use it twice. It's. Yeah barely there where 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 is the music i need the music i mean i need i i
3: I guess i expected more i also appreciate the movie Mm -hmm. doesn't use like during the possession stuff they they keep it quiet in there and that makes it scarier and so i think that's a real tool but but yeah it's an amazing score
2: majority of the movie doesn't have any any backing music to backing music which is really surprising and
3: that in itself is so dis disconcerting it's just Mm-hmm. When I you it. get a, a, I you love know. the pacing.
1: Yeah. I love the 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 airy night. This the, this movie just takes time to breathe. It's like you know I what, yeah. we're
3: gonna breathe. Yep, we're breathing. Everybody breathe. We're breathing. Here's it. Uh, here's bursting, bursting at the seams. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Here you go.
0: Oh, circuits my ass. He doesn't give a shit.
3: Whoa, circuits my ass. He doesn't give a wow. shit. Yeah, she's talking about Carl. Number five is alive. always <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he's> ye- <laughs> oh, yelling for Carl. All right, two okay. week, uh, two weeks now. What? Oh, two weeks in a row. We've done film sacks with scary phones. Here's number two. There you go. Just ringing it was out of nowhere.
4: So loud. Yeah. It Every so loud. phone
2: yeah. in that house is cranked up to the maximum. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: spent the whole movie camping on top of my remote control. I took the volume up. I took the volume down. <laughs> I took the volume up, and so many times I was like, "Ah, uh, they're not going to do anything loud." I'll I'll have the volume up right now. And bo, the phone rang and shook me off the couch.
1: Yep, yep. I watched this on my uh,
3: MetaQuest (laughs) Three.
2: Did you really? Holy shit! wow i mean just watch it it's like flat
3: screen inside the space it's not like you were it's not a
1: 360 yeah yeah yeah. i had had the i had the transparency on come on i am definitely looking around me the pass-through was definitely on because there's no way i was not gonna see what was
2: coming up people could come up and tap you on the shoulder (laughs) and just make brian Ah! exactly that kind (laughs) of would be worth it actually slam your head against the wall and there goes your quest three (laughs) um (laughs) i gotta get one of those all right i'm also jealous that you have a quest three (laughs) i know
3: same oh yeah better yeah i'm seeing some really cool shit come out of that thing and i'm bugged i want to get one now uh all right something about the bed shaking you got the shakes my bed was shaking yeah yeah i could have used that for inhibit prom date thing but i didn't (laughs) i got more i got one later don't worry but
2: don't come a Mm knock no that's not how
3: it goes uh something about a private hospital.
0: Like what? Private hospital? Oh, private hospital?
2: Was that a clip from uh Jogans Island or from the Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know, true. right? <laughs> if I don't let wrong. it go
3: a little longer, you expect like a laugh track or something. Uh, yeah. but it was it was also 80 yard to hell and back so whatever he was doing, let's see where is it again. The whole, no, that's not it.
2: Like what? Private hospital?
3: Yeah, it just doesn't seem like a private hospital. 80 oh. yard from Hogan's Heroes. Big time. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a Ibit prom date thing I got Yay. Um, okay. This is your date describing her her time with you. okay so this is her okay. post date saying well this is this is what I this you know is, this is, is
2: she's recapping the date exactly like, Tell so here's the friend.
3: a friend hand, all hands-on sort of retelling of how it went here here's how it went. The
0: whole bed was thumping and rising off the floor and shaking the whole thing with me on it.
3: Oh my gosh, dude! Uh-huh. The whole doing? thing, yeah,
0: it was <laughs> the whole thing with me. On the, whole thing. the whole thing. The bed's gonna, the bed's gonna laugh at you. It's gonna laugh at you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't heard that in a while.
0: They're all gonna laugh at you.
3: All right, moving wow, on. spot on. Uh, <laughs>
2: nice, nice, quick find on that. By yeah, time. I keep that one you, handy because wow. that's a good
3: one. We never, we never, never want that one to go to waste, just in case. Um, all right, here's a terrible noise. I hate it so much. I'm playing it. Here we go. New doctor,
2: get out of that hospital! Uh, no yeah. kidding, that no, I MRI didn't... machine from hell! I no. think that was possessed by Pazuzu too. <laughs> <laughs> Did they still? I, I, was it still
1: a thing in the, the early seventies that we had uh, the operational theater where we could uh, someone could go? And watch through the window mm. is that I don't want that. Those I still exist now. Want.
3: Those are still a thing.
1: Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I just it's like training up. hospitals,
3: you have you have the the kind where you're sitting up top and you can drop a junior mint into the body. That whole thing.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I'm I'm exactly. okay with like other like interns and stuff having a surgical window, but I don't take me in there to watch them operate on my child. There's no way I can handle it. Oh, I couldn't more. do it. There's this
3: dope. No, no, I no wouldn't be able to watch. Put me in the thing. Sit me in a chair. Pull my phone out. Don't yeah. talk to me for the next hour. Come tell me how she is. That's right. how it would have to be. Yeah, mm. yeah. It'd be oh. a little Dr. Fumble Fingers with his little blood tubes squirting Fumble blood fingers. everywhere. <laughs> I just looked wrong. Be banging on the window. Uh, You're doing it wrong!
4: <laughs> Scott, for, for my heart health, uh, do we have any more clips that are like ridiculously loud? I'm just, I'm trying to brace myself. Right. No. Uh, <laughs>
3: okay. I think we're okay. No, like this one not. here. Well, this one here is about having the shits. So when you have the shits... <laughs> Just I related to Ooh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That was nasty. That's not too scary that was good. though. This one is also not scary. This is uh, I wrote. We all know this guy. This is that Robert Simon's guy from Mash. Here you go.
0: There have been more than a hundred authentic cases of so-called split personality, Mrs. McNeil. Now I know the <laughs> temptation to leap to psychiatry.
3: He's the, he's the one actor that looked nothing like he, I picture him, but his voice is exactly what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a great whisper shit. Shit. it's a good one. <laughs> That's a good mm. whisper shit. Yeah, it's a good yeah. whisper shit. Uh, here's Ellen Burston angry acting. All right. Best part of that is the. That part.
2: Yeah, the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, weirdest yell in a very long time on the show. <laughs> wow. That's wow. something there, right?
2: Yeah, that go uh, goes, goes places, yeah,
3: well. and not the places you not the places you want to go. It's Scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's introduce each other. Well, then, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. and I'm the devil. I'm the devil. <laughs>
2: you hear me? <laughs> uh, you start using, little where uh, I talk to people, Disrepresenting uh, the yourself there, Pazuzu. Yeah, Pazuzu, right.
3: you bozo, Pazuzu. Uh, Whoa, that's that thing again. Sorry. Yeah,
2: <laughs> still like that.
3: Um. I don't know what this uh, I have no idea. I put a clip in here that's two two periods and an asterisk. I think I'd mistyped, obviously. So here it is.
0: Oh, oh. Baron. Baron.
3: You know what was really hard is the breathing. That freaks me out. I don't like the yeah. breathing. When she's just sitting going <sighs> <sighs> uh, another loud one, Randy, you ready? I'm I'm ready. Okay, preparing you for this one. I literally called this file another loud one. So here it goes. <laughs> I don't remember the context.
1: I'm glad. Well, she was upstairs. Marin just arrived. He walked in the front door because the
5: first time oh, I heard him say it, yep.
1: it like said, first time I heard say it, it something like said Merlin. I'm like, oh, Merlin's involved. And I was like, oh, she's referring to the priest, Marin. And so then when I saw that, I was like, okay,
2: Merlin. That's
3: a funny way to remember that. I like that. Well, uh,
1: here's that
2: at some like point, Merlin that's when Seidel me. played Merlin in something. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I was me. like, what does that mean? Well, I that, didn't know. I thought maybe it was a talking to Merlin. In why does that maybe sound a hundred percent true?
3: Even if it's not, that's a hundred percent true. And we have no confirmation that he played Merlin, but it feels so Merlin. right.
2: It, it feels right. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. It didn't. I feel mind. like
3: you're, I feel like you know this, but you don't, you know, right. It's crazy. That's such a weird thing. Uh, all right. Whiny demon. I wrote.
5: Oh, Oh,
3: <laughs> that, that part is pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's hurt so much. Oh, 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 It's the vibrato that throws me right here.
5: Oh. <laughs> holy
3: water. Oh, oh I don't oh. like holy water. All right. And then the final bit where you get to hear this a lot of times. The
0: power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you.
3: <laughs> and that's just three i think you yeah, added but, uh, a few yeah, extra so.
2: i think because that's our leg getting uh getting cut exactly. <laughs> Twice. yeah all right Again, so, bring the gregory brothers out for uh for a, a dance mix of that because oh it's, yeah it, dude it's, it's already it, it's
3: already on beat somehow you just gotta add the music yeah all right that's it from uh, your clips we're now going to do this Our final film sack checklist of October 2023 goes like Aww, this: Let's make all the doctors and experts look stupid. Check. Uh, <laughs> world's loudest X-ray MRI thingy. Check. And finally, using an old desk as an ironing board. Check. <laughs> that was <laughs> that very really weird. You, I You're either. like a it really she's did. a really she's did. like a rich megastar actor lady with two house servants, and she's ironing things on a desk. It-
1: exactly what makes you think she's ever ironed anything in her life true. she's yeah. like she's like she doesn't even know what to do the help isn't there because like i ain't going in there you've seen her I daughter i was
2: no. say, the ironing board is up in reagan's room and you know what i'll just use Re- this desk <laughs> yeah there, there should have been anyway. a scene
4: where all of the help are at the bar mm-hmm. right because they don't right. want to be yeah. at the house yeah. i could see yeah. that and they're just like most, sitting
2: Post credit scene like yeah. the uh, <laughs> like they're getting shawarma
3: yeah <laughs> i love that idea But then, okay. So if that's if this is the case, then you're telling me that in another time, this mother is putting burger patties in the toaster and making brownies with a light lamp or something like whatever
1: it takes, man. Okay, whatever it takes.
3: That's how that's how disconnected she is from housework. She just doesn't know how shit works. I get it.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Uh, right. Let's uh, let's get to the Star Trek connections. I know at least one, Randy. What what are we looking at here?
4: Yeah, I've got one. Uh, and it spans thirty years. Mm. Um, if you've if you've seen Armageddon as many times as I have, you are going to remember the throwaway character Carl at the beginning of the movie. Mm. Carl. Um, he, yeah, he's this he's this like angry old loudmouth amateur astronomer who he discovers the planet Nasty. killer and he gets to name it mm. and he names it Dottie mm. after his wife because she's evil. Um, I'm going on because uh, this is the <laughs> only thing I've got, guys. So <laughs> um,
1: I thought. I thought Robert Simmons was
3: in Star Trek. He is. Then. He's uh, in uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine as Vadik Porta. He's a he acts in that. So yes, well, you're then, right. There didn't is come up
4: one. in, in uh, my search. Uh, right, John right. John Mahon is who I'm talking about. He mm-hmm. was uh, he, in this cast. He was the language lab director bit role. Um, he was in Star Trek Enterprise as Admiral Gardner in the 2005 episode In a Mirror, Darkly, Part Two um the john mahon here uh died in may of 2020 and it was very publicly stated that he died of natural causes so Mm. you don't think it was
3: covid (laughs) oh or connected to the the exorcist somehow because people still think that's true there's a curse uh the guy who paid o'malley the other priest the the priest at the end who's doing last rites and stuff um william o'malley the character or the actor Lived to be ninety one years old. Died this year. We talked about it before um, in July. But uh, that dude looked. He's the he's the one exception to this rule. I felt like he looked younger than he, well, he would have been at this time. He would have been right, like late fifties, or no mid fifties. And he just he looks. I don't know. He looks thirty nine with maybe two cigarettes a day, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, moving on. Uh well done there. Let's do the soundtrack. Great. I give it an M for minimal. Just wasn't in there a lot. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's good when it is. It's uh, still I still think it works. I, I, I appreciate that it doesn't though cuz I think it adds to the whole mystique of the movie to yeah. have less, so. To me it's like the what did we do recently? The the fight scene in Morocco with Jason Bourne, no music. There's something about that that makes that oh, yeah. so much more intense. Mm-hmm. Um almost the entirety of no Country for Old Men has zero soundtrack. It just adds so much to that. I, I'm, I'm a big believer that less is more sometimes. So, uh, mm-hmm. more of that, please. Sure. Agreed. Social media posts where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. And I believe it's
0: Randy's turn.
4: The Exorcist. I gape and wonder as I sit upon the brink. A priest can just steal Shiva so that he can drink? <laughs> so, sure. I don't understand Catholic affairs. Must have been the booze that made him fall down the stairs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Send me that, by That's the way, good. so I can put it in the uh, uh, pa- patrons get all the poems and Brian's lyrics and all that. My stuff. lyrics are poems.
2: so far down the or up the Discord now behind a whole bunch of photos of Pazuzu <laughs> and uh, Max Monsido and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and vinyl uh, exorcist uh, albums. I have, <laughs> yeah.
3: to, I have to cut those out early. Uh, to, to make sure I don't That's miss him. Right. But yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're a patron, you get all that stuff. So get in there and get that done. Uh, all right. Let's now say that Brian Dunaway has a turn now.
1: Okay. The Exorcist, like a <laughs> demon-headed statue with a snake for a penis in the desert, waving at you like a lucky cat at a Chinese-American restaurant with a fighting dogs as a backdrop. This movie needs to go away. No, faster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nicely done. God. Finally, Brian. The Exorcist. I'll kick you out of that girl so quick it'll make your head spin.
3: Oh. I like that. Smart. Did we mention that Short the that the point. fake barf they used which was the pea soup? It said, I forgot to read this one. It says screaming here it green is.
2: apple gogurt.
3: <laughs> yeah, it really did look like it. It says the vomit Reagan Linda Blair hurls at Father Harris is thick pea soup. Specifically, it is Anderson's brand pea soup. Never heard of it. Uh, the crew well, tried. Happy. Yeah, he's real happy. It says the crew tried Campbell's, but it didn't work the way it they didn't like the effect of it. So <laughs> sorry, Campbell. That would
1: be their that would be their advertising for years.
3: Yeah. It would be not be good Campbell's. enough for barf, but soup is good food, they would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, it's we now meal. move on over to these, uh, these. Uh, ooh, I know what I want to do, alternate titles. These are just handed to me. Look at this, on paper and everything. This was almost called the her. Von Sydow sandwich because he barely was in the top and the bottom there. Or the puke <laughs> that eats like a meal. Mm. Mm,
2: you almost uh, became a Max Von Sydow sandwich.
3: It almost happened. <laughs> all right, here's a quick email from Keaton who wrote in. Uh, film filmsack at gmail.com. He says, hey Filmsack gang, just wanted to shoot you a quick message because uh you haven't sacked Crimson Tide, question mark, question mark. Well oh. I recently had to watch it for a class I was in and thought how perfect I can do classwork and wow. then have fun what with the filmsack episode. That? Only to be devastated yeah. that I couldn't find the episode in question. I truly thought uh, quicksack.li was broken because there's no way you haven't done Christmas uh Crisbin Crimson Christmas Tide. Started. Uh, please tell me I'm wrong. Thanks. Keaton, Keaton, you're not wrong, but we need to do it. Let's get it in. Let's get her in. Yeah. Yeah. I put love it in like blood. a d- demon in uh, Linda Blair. That's it's right. Put it in. <laughs> I love that movie. Never. Uh, one of my favorite Bruckheimer era things. It's an early one too. And uh, Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington are amazing, but there's also some side characters that would go on to be big stuff later. Like the uh, uh, dude from Lord of the Rings. Can't think of his name. Who's the Ranger. Uh, Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Viggo. He runs the there missile thing in the basement of the ship and all this kind of stuff. It's so good. Oh, wow. Yeah,
4: who's that dude? Uh, who's the psychiatric patient from The Sopranos?
3: Oh, uh, 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 James Gandolfini <laughs> Thank, Thank you. I can't believe that's how you described him. Not the
2: star oh, of The that's Sopranos. Hilarious. Not, not, that was the king. Well, I mean, is there somebody besides Tony
0: <laughs> Soprano? Like what a weird way to describe it. Like,
2: I was just following
4: on the ranger from Lord of oh, the Rings. Oh yeah, you know, you know that's yeah, who's yeah, the, that's
2: who's fair. the guy that dresses up in the nun costume from Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
4: Yeah, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> I that's I, I love that I love that. Buried on this cast list for Crimson Tide is Ricky Schroeder. Whoa, what? oh really?
2: <laughs> the Ricky Schroeder?
3: The Whoa. Ricky Schroeder? Oh,
2: my Rick. gosh, wow. Rick Schroeder, please. Yeah, we uh, hasn't now. been Ricky Schroeder
3: right. since he was. 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody was asking me the other day why he's gone so Scott Bayo these days. And um, I oh, think I know the it? answer. Oh, yeah.
2: Yes, he has. Yeah.
3: I have a theory. I think it's because he was in the champ, uh, which they filmed at a rival high school of mine uh, in the early 80s. And he did it with uh, John Voigt. And John Voigt's completely wacko. So I think they, you know, there was a moment there yeah. where maybe they transferred a little bit of dumb. And now he's got oh. some of that in him
2: still. <laughs> transferred some dumb. Yeah. So this it's is like what a- I know about
3: Rick Schroeder yeah nothing nothing you don't know a thing about <laughs> rick schroeder
2: about, what about uh you know the silver spoons come on you know this that. is what
1: I. well that's the well okay i don't know anything be, this this is how i know scott bayo i don't know anything past charles in charge and mm-hmm. i and uh in this well, sure. and then rick, rick schroeder i don't know anything past silver spoons and if he said anything in the public light i don't follow him i don't even know what either well you're lucky then
3: because he's a kind of a nimrod not lucky I am choice. Your choice. Uh, I see. I see.
2: Okay. Choice.
3: You're choicey is what you are.
2: Like, choices, I liked him. I don't follow
3: people. His brief, his brief Their stint celebrity. on, uh, NYPD blue, pretty good. And also on no. 24, I thought he was pretty good. So was that the one where he showed his butt? Not uh, 24. No, but 20, uh, NYPD blue, butt showing was everybody except for maybe him. I think everyone else had a butt <laughs> shot though. Really? Wow. Yeah. Sipowicz had butt shots, multiple, uh, John, what's his name? Had butt shots. Everybody had butt shots. And boob shots mm-hmm. for some of the ladies. Yeah. And and just zip, a, just a zip, reminder zip, if you want to have shot. a healthier
1: just a reminder if you want to have a healthier mental life, uh, don't follow celebrities <laughs> on any social
0: media.
2: Just saying. Just, <laughs> just don't. Just
3: Yeah. Or don't use social to, media. Or
2: uh, except for Richard Marks. For whatever reason, Richard Marx is okay. uh, is yeah. great
3: on social media. Yeah, he's all right. who'll he'll be
2: great until you I don't know if the
3: trade off would be worth it, but okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, till you're ready, he'll be right there waiting for you. Right. Yeah, there okay. you go. Thank you for
3: that. Now, I also got from someone named Derek G a text at 801 471 and it's a kind of a long one. It says, "Dear or uh says Happy Sacktober Sackers. Uh Derek G here. Sounds like a rapper."
2: Mm, Derek G. Mm. Derek, Derek G. G point, yo yo yo. yo. Like Derek
3: G Turk. Oh, Jeter. Yeah, good point. Maybe this is him. He says, uh, during the, uh, the, sorry, the month's episodes, meaning this month's episodes, there have been several references and discussions about how certain situations or scary movies had an impact on you as a child. Today would be no different. On the most recent episode, I believe Scott mentioned the way uh, light bounced off a certain toy in his bedroom that creeped him out. Uh, this give, has given me the strength to now tell my own experience, and here is my story. Here's what he says. It was on my 12th birthday. And one of my birthday gifts was being able to stay up later than normal and watch some scary movies. Oh. The selection wasn't exactly a movie, but a miniseries called Storm of the Century. Suffice it to oh, say, yeah. I don't remember that at all. That's new to me. Uh, suffice it to say, the bit of me that watched that movie was terrified. I'm not sure what that means. It's written weird. I am not sure. If it would ever be scary for me as an adult, but I refuse to watch it because of this experience. Well, that's literally what happened today with The Shining and me. Or not The Shining. Uh, this the, the Exorcist. Yeah. yeah. The Shining's up there on the list, though, and it was good for us to watch it here as well.
2: Yeah. yeah. Cathartic there, too.
3: Same deal. As I lie in bed trying to fall asleep, I glance at my 90s-era glow-in-the-dark ceiling stars, and as I look uh, (laughs) towards the corner of my room, the stars begin to fade out and come back into sight as if something is crawling towards me. Within seconds, whatever it was smashed into my ceiling fan, and I was certain I let out the most pitiful scream that has ever been emitted from my voice. Uh, And that my life was about to come to an end. My parents rush into the room to protect me from whatever heinous fiend was haunting their son, only to find out one of my birthday balloons had come untied from the gifts <laughs> <laughs> and had drifted Very onto awesome. the roof and was on the <laughs> ceiling uh, fan and my life has never been the same since and i still have, have anxiety about watching scary movies to this day please keep up the amazing work i cannot thank you enough for the five, uh, fine hours of entertainment that scott brian brian and randy have given me over the years says Derek. amazing story, amazing story. Oh, that's great that's yeah, amazing, amazing story and for my, the
1: rest of the most dramatic uh, experience yeah. i ever had was growing up we lived out, uh, out, out in the middle of nowhere, lived next to a pig farm, and I had a window. My window was right next to my bed. I was probably like five or six again, right around exorcist time. Yeah. And uh, I was I was sleeping comfortably, oh, so comfortably, and then I kind of woke up. Someone just kind of made me wake up, and I looked out, and I could see out the window just this little orange ball, and I was just, I was looking at it. I'm like, what is that orange ball? And all of a sudden it got brighter and brighter and then I saw somebody's face and I'm like, I'm like not even a foot away from the, 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 you know, the edge for the wind from the window Mm -hmm. and just this face just lit up. And, uh, and I just, Oh my God, what the hell? So I turned around, ran out the door as I was hitting the door I looked back and I saw the little red ball fall to the ground. And uh, I went and told my dad next morning he went outside and somebody was outside my window smoking. That's what it was. Somebody oh, wow. I was watching wow. you sleep and smoking.
3: Oh, oh God. Oh, man. So you got <laughs> secondhand smoke and a scare. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Jesus. Yeah. So I don't yeah. sleep near the window anymore. I never have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're done with windows, shit. eh? That's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff gets you when you're a kid. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you for your scary emails, everybody. that that's awesome. Well, Happy the Halloween. Crimson Tide the Crimson Tide was one wasn't very scary, but no, uh, no. this other when one he was. said,
2: you haven't watched Crimson Tide. <laughs>
3: well now we're gonna you've haunted us into submission. We're gonna get it taken care of. Filmsack at gmail.com and eight oh one four seven zero one bad did that wrong. Eight oh one four seven one zero four six two. That's uh our hotline. You can leave voicemails there as well. Please use it at your leisure. Uh, I want to thank some folks over at Patreon like Dwayne Harder, Kevin, and Chris Whedon. These are just three of our fantastic patrons who just got a taste of uh, of the Randy, a little bonus Randy's host show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taste of the deluxe. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. taste of the deluxe. Uh, that happens every month with a different host doing a different host special. You get those on there. You also get no commercials, pre-show content every week as well, and uh, some movie-related art in the mail. Which I just sent out very Halloweeny this year, uh, this month. So um, coming up in a couple
4: that. weeks, uh, Scott Johnson, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yeah, Dang. Don't know what I'm doing yet. You know, I got to yeah. think about it. The Exodus two. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road again. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll it'll be something great. And that's how you sign up and enjoy those things at Patreon.com/slash/FilmSack. And to everyone else who just listens, that's cool too. We're glad to have you here. Thanks for being here, and we appreciate it. Our next movie will no longer be a Halloween movie. It will be what? What's happening in November, Randy? I don't. So remember.
4: our next episode is probably not going to be a movie, and we're gonna we're, you'll you'll find out about that next week. Our next movie is scheduled. I'm not guaranteeing this, but it is scheduled to be Richard Linklater's Slacker from 1991. Oh, oh all right. Slacker. We, we are approaching a big end of month for streaming services. I cannot guarantee we're going to be sacking Slacker in a couple weeks. But
3: we're, that's, that's what's that's on our the schedule. Yeah. We're aimed for it. It's the only Richard Linklater movie I never saw. So I would be very... Is it his first It's his first mainstream thing, right?
4: It's 91, so feels like it, yes.
3: Yeah, because we didn't get... uh, It'd be a year or two before we'd get uh, Dazed and Confused, which is... Dazed and Confused is 93. Love that one. Um, Yeah, I think that might be his... I'm trying to find it here. Oh, no, so he's got some small stuff. Yeah. So his first directed, like, in-movie theaters movie is Slacker. So it's kind of a historic little piece here. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that'll be next week, if all things hold. Okay? So, watch for that. Uh, in the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. You can always uh, find all the links we've talked about and everything else there. It's just real easy to go there and check it out. Filmsack.com and click away, Mother Scratchers. Patreon.com slash filmsack is our Patreon. Big thanks again to everybody who supports us there. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. What's my mother's maiden name? We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.